all T, no shade. L and J, what type of tea they serving? Is it lifting? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start to clicking. This dope trio delivering substance with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one trade. Uh, it's all T, no shade. All T, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up? What up? What up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we're serving tea without the shade. Like we always motherfucking do. So pull up a seat and let's start this damn sip sesh. Man, we're back, at, we're back in the business. Back in the, back in the lab, as they say. Back in the lab. We had a little week off last week. You know who else is back? We got Mr. Remy Mulatto. What's hey, good, podcast Mulatto's people? In the house. <laughs> from the from the Remy Mulatto perspective podcast. The Mulatto perspective. The Mulatto perspective. The Mulatto podcast. The Mulatto perspective. Uh, At one point, it was F that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it has since been rebranded. It has for been rebranded. So rude. We are currently on episode 2025 coming out this week. So we're going to F that. We're going to fuck that podcast. And we're going to focus on the Mulatto perspective. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I ain't mad at it. I mad at it. So well, how's everybody's week been? Who's going first this week? Sir, you go first. I mean, you go first. You sure about that? Because I have some follow-up stuff and questions. And mm. Just go. All right, just fine. Go. My week has been just pretty chill. I uh, can't <laughs> complain. And not really a lot has popped off this week for me. Still grinding like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Can y'all believe that we only had three months left in 2020? I don't know what you're talking about. about. Three months left. We felt like up. from March to maybe August felt like six years in a day. It's been but bad. from it's August been so to long. now, it feels like it's just sinking yeah, away, it's, slipping away. It's been so long. So fast. I'm so I'm so ready for it. I was talking actually. I was talking about it on a lot of perspective. I was telling uh, them that you know even though. I have worked less than I than I had ever have mm-hmm. in twenty in twenty twenty compared to other years because from March into whatever we were working from home, but wasn't a whole lot of work going on for right. me. It's just so I, from my year perspective, the year has not been a bad year right. for me per, in my personal life so so much. But I am mentally exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel so exhausted from life and everything's been going on. Do y'all? Feel that at all? What? Oh my god, it's such well, an uncertain time. I feel emotionally bankrupt. Like that's a new coin term, Mo- emotionally bankrupt. Yeah, like that. I mean, with all of the like shootings and Breonna Taylor's and George Floyd's and just like even our presidents talking shit like stand down and stand by, stand back and stand yeah, by. When he's talking to white supremacy, it's for it to be so blatant. It just feels so dangerous to live in America right now as a black woman. And even with the whole, yeah. you know, Meg, y'all know how I feel about the Meg and Tory situation. Yeah. I'm like, just these blatant aspects where just like, I feel like, me as a person or my identity has just been so disrespected in the media and just in general by people Yeah, that I'm just, I'm I'm done. I'm exhausted. And it's not even just black men and black women. Think about the the Michigan governor who they they thwarted a plot to kidnap and kill her. This was a white group, white national group. And Donald Trump didn't even talk about it. Of course not. 
Those are his Donald voters. Trump's own government has identified that the white supremacist groups are the biggest terrorist group. Are the group. biggest terrorist, domestic terrorist mm-hmm. group in the United States right now. Because they're not If being you watched. were to listen to Donald Trump, he would say Antifa. He would mm-hmm. say BLM. Yep. He BLM. would say all these other things, right? Mind Off you, what? BLM. Off are, what? Where's the murders? Exactly. Mind <laughs> you, BLM. They'll, they'll show you the rioting and the looting, but ninety-five percent of the protests were peaceful. Ninety-five. Yeah. Yeah. They're showing you five percent. A couple That's of agitators, it, just right? some agitators, and it's, it doesn't even necessarily have to be like BLM associated people, oh, no, no, just no, no, random no, no. ass people no, no, who no. don't give a fuck. But I mean, they I just feel like them. this year, especially the media, it's just been so blatant. Like that whole Kyle Ritten, whatever yeah, his name is, that kid he who, goes uh, in, he goes and protest. shoots up the people, and you have like church groups who are creating funds for him, and you have the you know they were defending him like a patriot who are That's actually defending him. I'm like, he literally went there to kill black people. You know what's crazy is about this whole how people, Donald Trump and these these people hate Antifa. Mm -hmm. Antifa literally is anti-fascism. I know. These white pride things always talk about Fascism. Being American, being in pride. Mm-hmm. Fascism is far right yeah, movement stuff. Anti fascism as dictatorial powers. So why are you fighting against a, a movement, a political movement that is saying we, we just don't care for fascism? Because it doesn't it doesn't speak to their values. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't align with what their goals are, which yeah. is like I'm sorry, but I'm not I don't I if you know, back in the day, you you voted for you for Bush. I I could say, okay, you know what? Even with the Bush don't like black people, I could still say, okay, it's you know Republican. He hasn't come right out. We know a lot of his things yeah. are inconspicuous and like yeah. that. You know, we couldn't come right out and say he's racist. You can imply it, right? But Donald Trump is just blatantly right. So it's like people who are supporting him have made it clear that even if they're not mm. racist themselves, that racism isn't a deal breaker. I think what I learned the most about Republicans since Donald Trump being elected is that there is a stark difference between true Republican beliefs oh my God. and Trumpsters. Absolutely. And there the are a lot of- are not real yeah, Republicans. They're not. And there are a lot of Republicans that are actually voting for Biden-Harris. Yeah. They've come out and said, I saw a video the other day of the villages. Mm-hmm. They're early voting in the villages. And anyone knows the villages yes. is a- Huge Republican, super su- conservative, super yeah. conservative. And they were That's all in Biden, Biden Harris gear, yeah, and voting for Biden Harris. So we're gonna see. But anyway, how was your week? Like I said, my week has been, you know, I'm good. I'm numb. I told you guys, you know, I'm still like in a little depressive funk, but I'm getting pulling myself out of it. Mm. It's just such a weird. Ye- like just year. Yeah, I did go back to dance because I felt like it was necessary. That's good. For my mental health. And so I'm doing dance class again, and a bitch is out of shape. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you the struggle is real. I am literally dying in class. And, you know, one, I'm doing two sessions, intermediate and advanced. And so one's 90 minutes and one's two hours. Two hours. Uh And you're like... You're dancing. It's not like he's standing around talking. Yeah, You're dancing moving. solidly for the for the two hours. Yeah. And I'm like, Salsa. I haven't. Salsa, I've been, right? 
Huh? Yeah, salsa. Mm. And I'm like, you know, I've been skating, but I skate leisurely. I skate. I don't like time myself. I don't give myself any like, you know, a time frame. I'll just go because like, yeah. it's 2020. You don't have to. You're not in a rush to go anywhere. No. So yeah. if I go skating, I'll go skating for four or five hours. But I'm taking my sweet ass time. Right. So like me actually in class having to like keep up to a beat in, in a fast ass tempo. I'm yeah, literally for something that used to be really easy for yo, you to do. Yo, let me tell yeah. you how humbling it is yeah. <laughs> it is so humbling so i'm like okay well now i need to go back and like start working out with it, it just goes to show how easy it is for us to get out of shape or get oh out of, for the, when we don't have things to do or the, the normal pattern that we have we, yeah you know so yeah I get I, it. I need, we need to do a vision sharp. board party. I feel like 2020 has been so easy to be unfocused because we've been in a blob. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to refocus back on goals. How are you I, been, Remy? Um, so, so I've been hanging out with my cousin all weekend. Hey, and that's, that's been my shit. Isn't it but his he, birthday? You uh, want to shout him out? Today is, today is my cousin. Whose birthday is one, on what day? Okay, shout out to Ed. His birthday is what today. Up, my cousin, co host uh, host of On the un, on, Up. I never get his podcast name right. Well, on the rude. up and up with B. It's hard to say. Say only up. Just, say only up and up. On the up and up. up. All right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> so too easy. On the, on the up and up would be. I think it's my old age just uh, checking in too. Um, his birthday was yesterday, so um, I've been hanging out with Libras all weekend. You know, just just getting it in Libra weekend. Um, but my cousin told me about this uh, this Uber driver, dude's name is Robert or whatever. And we were talking about, like, for, for one, just simple fact that he's, like, a 70-year-old Uber driver. And, you know, my automatic reaction was, like, well, why is he, like, 70 and, and driving Uber? And he's like, he's got, like, six, 16 kids and 38 grandkids. Like, well, you know, your family could look out for you if you, if you don't want to drive Uber. But ultimately, when we got into the conversation, we talked about the fact that he's just somebody who's, you know, who, who's not choosing to be done with life you know what i mean yeah. like he's, he wants to do, be doing something be active yeah. don't want to wilt away yeah yeah and, and you know my father drives uber and mm-hmm. you know he seems to like it so like why not just give people opportunity but to I talk and chat people are it's like perfect for uber because yeah. they, they want people to talk to and uber drivers all they do is freaking talk a oh, million man. times to yeah. you That's, i hate that, it actually i'm like the one who's like i want to come in i don't want to talk to you at all. I, I don't like y'all. I want to put so, the headphones in. So that's how my, my cousin, my cousin is the exact opposite. Man, he's a fucking Libra. And whenever we go to Vegas, one of the things that he has to do is he's not giving you five stars unless you, you know, entertain him as an Uber driver. <laughs> like you got to, you know what I'm saying? I want some good conversation. This is Vegas. It's, it's probably because it's oh Vegas. Oh my God, no. <laughs> First of all, my job is to get you from point A to point B. It yeah. is not to entertain your ass. Yeah. That's what you to get a Vegas show for. But isn't that just like three star quality? You know what I'm no, saying? You're not doing that. I get every five star quality. Five getting, star not great. killing me. Right. Not killing me. Yeah, I, I give five stars to everybody. <laughs> yeah, as as I give five die. stars yeah. to everybody. You start with five stars from me, yeah. and then depending on how you drive and what you do, it'll get reduced. But you, you, you start think, with five stars. You think there's a correlation between five star givers and good tippers? Because mm. I automatically give five stars, and I'm, I think I'm an amazing. I'm a pretty tipper. good tipper. I give five stars. Not yeah, I'm t- a good tipper. Yeah, you know, you know, this is a little story. I was doing lift the other day for a little extra money, right? Mm-hmm. And so I picked this gentleman up. Uh, and I picked him up. He was on crutches, and he only had one leg. He only had one, one leg. No, no, it's cool. It's you cool. Can't, you can't bury the lead. I'm doing already. <laughs> and so we get in the car and we was talking. And we have a good time. Turns out he's an ex. He's an ex cop, and he was forced into retirement because a, a, a young girl had hit him. 
He, oh my he, god! He had on the side of the road, with, you know, doing the ticket, and the girl came and hit him. He survived, whatever. So anyway, I took him to his destination. We had a great conversation about sticking together, unity, and all this good stuff. His Hispanic brother, mm. and uh, he gets out the car, and I go about my business. You know, I shake it, I give him a little fist pump, mm-hmm. help him out the car, and I go to my next my next stop. And the black guy gets in. He says, oh, this is your phone? I look back, and the guy had left his phone. Oh, no. Right? And so, I, but I've already started the next ride. Yeah. And this is the guy, again, He has, he's handicapped. Yeah. I'm like, I know he can't call right. for another Uber or another Lyft. And so, luckily, the other guy's spot was only five minutes away. So, I dropped this guy off. I'm flying my ass back. Just out of kindness of my heart. Right. I ain't got to go back. I could wait. So, I go back to the CVS where I dropped him off. And he's outside, standing there. And I see he just he just like he's looking like this. Oh my god! And no. so I get out and I say, "Hey brother, you you, you missing something?" Yeah. He was like, "Oh, oh my god!" That's Thank the you. best feeling when yeah. somebody like gives you your phone after you lost it. Like, yeah, Thank you. yeah, man. And I know he had been waiting there. I was like, "Look," I said, "You, you got to get home." He was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Come on, hop in. I'll just take you." Like I, you know, no charge, god bless like that. You. He was so he was day. yo he was so happy. He was like, "Yo, I'm gonna tell every, he, he was like, I'm gonna give you." Twenty bucks, twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars just for your time and effort. I was like, look, yeah, I don't want to take your cash. Like, I said, in this time, this time in the world, we gotta do good things for one another. Right. I said, but if you if you are feeling obligated to give me that twenty dollars, you see that book in the back cover of the seat? He said, yeah, that's my book right there. Yeah. So you take this book, you give me the cash, we can go about it. And he was, right and so he was so happy. He told everybody oh about my it. God, so so cute. I so love it. hopefully, I got a five star right now for that. I hope so, you did. I think I did because then Uber Lyft called me and they said, like, "Hey, thank you for going above and beyond for your rider. Here's an extra twenty dollars nice. um, for doing it and whatnot." So. Wow. That is what's up. So there are still good people out there, y'all. Still good people out there. Okay. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get into. What are we getting into? Listener shout out. Who am I? That too. I think we're going to do Who Am I. <laughs> do you have a listener shout out or not? I do. Okay, you want to do Who Am I first? Let's do Who Am I first. All right, guys, let's get into <laughs> <laughs> Who Am I. Uh, let you going to uh, play my little music? I am going to play it. Hold on. Who am I? Yeah, who are you? Who am I? All right, guys, let's go over the rules really quick. You guys, all my sippers know what's up. So I am going to give you hints about what's about somebody who's currently in pop culture news. And you have to guess who it is. The only rule is you have to let me finish my first clue before you speak out who you think it is. All right. Okay, some of these are going to be pretty easy. So you say. And some of them are not. All right, so this rapper is saying he's missing the WAP. Uh, <laughs> offset? Were you done? She, he, he wasn't done. Oh, what? I nope. was done. See, how about to know if you're done? Okay, I'll say done from now Come on. Come on. Does that work? Yes. Come on. Offset. Offset has just recently replied. First of all, is. he's been looking stressed, apparently. <laughs> and a fan was like, why you look so stressed? And he goes, I... I am Miss Mrs. Wop. Call her for me, but private. <laughs> First of wow. all, I hate him. <laughs> but private. Um, so allegedly. Yeah, you know he <laughs> okay, you know he blocked. Mm-hmm. Um, allegedly, the reason for the divorce isn't like everyone was saying it was cheating. They just didn't agree no more. But so it was, they weren't agreeing. Arguing. But they were ar- arguing, but more specifically, they were actually arguing about Wop, that mm-hmm. he was so. feeling embarrassed. 
that his wife was, you know, had this song called WAP and talking that, about that stuff. Uh huh. And that she wasn't being a lady, mind you. This has been Cardi B's platform yeah. for forever. Before, before they got before together. they got together, this is how she came up, right? Why, why motherfuckers like get some WAP and then try to act like it's not WAP? Oh like, my god, <laughs> I'm just like over it. And so they were arguing about her future and her rapping career and mm-hmm. what she her projects that she would have and so apparently that was enough for sis to be like and you know what i can deal with the cheating but i can't deal with well, you messing with my paper I, I guarantee you that was just accumulation of all other bullshit that was oh, going sure. on and she was just like you know what fuck this like, like you want to be controlling on top of everything yeah and, and like you don't see her talking about well you still talking about pussy, right? And all this stuff. I don't. I'm not embarrassed of the going out and getting pussy, low key, while right. we're still married. You know, you're still talking about drugs. You're still talking yeah. about killing people and hurting people. It's like you met her, literally being little Kim. You know, ish. Yeah. So you can't be mad that she's little Kim ish. Like, what do you right. want her to do? Turn into Beyonce now? And really, he obviously knows her from behind the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. Clearly, she's probably not like that. Right. But that's her platform. That's her audience. That's her niche. Right. right? Yeah. Why is she, she going to change that, that all of a sudden? That'd be her sacrificing her career for, you know. For for him. man that clearly does not care right. about whether or not he is faithful or not. That's what niggas do, though. <laughs> we love doing that shit. It's, it's like the control. I mean, it's so, controlling. So, so if you think about yeah. it, that's that's the male version of how like you know women have their ways of trying to change dudes for the better or whatever. Yeah. I think men do it in that in a, in that way where it's like, well, we want to uh, the person that we we liked or whatever that we liked when we were out at the club. Mm. You know, I don't want I don't want me her no more. I want the fucking white version. And yeah. Oh my God, yes. It'll be like they met you. You know, not necessarily dressing provocatively, but dressing like you, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's now you need to cover up, and now you yeah. need to like, why are you going out looking yeah. like that? Uh, you met me in this exact outfit, sir. I like, agree. <laughs> I agree. All right, a bizarre thing. But you know, the ex always want to go. All, the ex always want to go back yeah. though. Always. I, I say this when my when my girl gets a little done up, I be like, "Where you going like that?" And she be like, "I'm going where I'm going." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> right, because you're saying you I just, to be I just cute. gotta ask. I gotta ask. Right. I'm just gonna ask. But like, nah, I've definitely had a controlling guy who like, oh my God, you're what you're wearing. I don't want you to wear that. And I'm like, sir, you met me literally where I ain't buying no new clothes. This is all clothes I've been wearing. Y'all don't think that to a certain extent that when we get into relationships that we somewhat alter certain things about even how we dress, right? For sure. Men don't stop wearing um, gray joggers without uh, boxers. But shouldn't they? I mean, no, right? Like, this is well, how you, you do it for comfort, I, right? I get what he's on. It's, it's single energy versus uh, versus relationship energy. You right. know what I'm saying? When yeah. you're walking around a certain way, you're walking around trying to attract somebody. So if you're not necessarily trying to attract somebody no more, why well, wouldn't you? But that's an assumption that you're dressing for other people opposed no. to dressing for yourself. I mean, dressing I, I, to express who you are. I mean, that's part of, I mean, that's part of it, too. Right? I, like, I just say, like, for me, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. How like someone, how someone, women. how someone, mm, yes, people, I mean, pe- people dress for each ourselves, but you still are looking for the intention of someone else. Yeah. And maybe it is for other women. Right. Who knows? Neither here nor there. What I'm saying is, if you, if you, if, if you dress a certain way, whether it's men or women, mm-hmm. if I'm walking around with a white beater on and gray sweat pants with no, as a single man, and then I get with a, a woman, I got a woman, 
shouldn't I just change a little bit? Well, just a little bit. It comes down to intention. Like if you if you if you dress like that because you're trying to attract people, I agree. Like, like basically, yeah. you know what what Elle was saying. If you dress like that for the attraction, then if you're yes, dressing the pool, and, and I but know this is why dress, I know women you know dress for women versus why women dressing for men. Because for me, especially, I get picked up or I get like more play when I'm dressed down. Put me some yoga pants and. Uh, you know, a spaghetti top that's like comfortable, like a pajama shirt. Yeah. And niggas just lose their damn mind, right? You when know, I'm dressed up in heels yeah. and my titties out and whatever the case that's is, what well, you know what it they is, right? like it. They look, mm-hmm. but they don't approach. You know what so it is? I'm doing it for the for me personally, yeah. but it's the women that's gonna approach you who be like, "Yes, bitch, slay." Yeah. Thank you, sir. That's Thank that's because that's because men. I think we more often notice a standout. You know what I'm saying? And when we out and everybody's all done up, everybody everybody just looks the same to us. I think that's part of it, but I also think that um, it's more realistic of what to expect every day, right? We we, we get to see the plain Jane, mm-hmm. and men are attracted to the plain Jane. Yes, we like to look yeah. at the the did up woman, and then we appreciate it. But that's not what we want to see every night. I know exactly. most men. Most that's men, why women but, dress for women. They're not dressing for men. But going off of uh, initial attraction, a lot of times men ain't thinking that far ahead. They think, nah. yo, Shawty sh- sh- looking good over there. You know what I'm saying? Let, let me go them see booty what she's shaking in them, them yeah. swings. Right. So. All right, go ahead. All right, next one. All right, this rapper, after being canceled last year, mm. has taken a more sensitive approach to his teen daughter's health decisions. End clue. Teen daughter. Steve Harvey. Nope. Famous rapper. Uh-oh. Last year, literally everybody was canceling Yopi. him. Hashtag Hyman Gate. Oh, T.I. Uh, yeah. T.I., T.I. So Deja, his daughter, who's 17, <laughs> has reported or uh, revealed that since the whole Hyman game, if you guys have been under a rock, that's when he admitted to going to the gynecologist with his 16-year-old daughter to ensure her Hyman was still intact, to ensure she was still a virgin. Mind you, her his like thirteen year old son. He just took a video of him smoking weed in a jacuzzi at their house. But he's really concerned about his seventeen, his six year old daughters. I mean, that was whole wrong on, on every aspect of it. But I also Ooh. think it was I think it was blown out of proportion. It wasn't like he was sitting in the room examining with the doctor. No, yeah, you know it's what still, I mean. It's it, still wild. No, oh, it's wild. Yeah, it's still it's, wild. I don't but think people, it was blown out of proportion at all. No, I don't think no one was saying he was just, like trying to be sexually abusive. That. I just yeah. think they were saying he overreached, like by how far, and that's such a privacy issue. That's such a like. It's just weird. I it think it's fine weird. when you're it young. Because nobody talks about that yeah, type but, of thing. That, I think we all know that men are protective so, of their daughters. But for the thing sure. about it is, why don't like men are just stupid. I've determined <laughs> because why do y'all care so like y'all are so protective of your daughters why don't y'all just treat y'all teach y'all son to treat women well, right well, and then you wouldn't have to worry so much about how your daughters are going to be taken care of here's the thing it's a, it's a cultural thing women are just as bad as a stereotype of putting this pressure on went on the little girls to be pristine or whatnot and the boys can go off do whatever the fuck they want it's not just men no yeah. for that sure do not. that so absolutely we're gonna see men are stupid and women are stupid too absolutely so, Right. Absolutely. Anyone who like keeps pushing this notion, like, like you need to focus on your sons, right? Yeah. Like, well, stop focusing 
not purely on your on the no. It's just, just divide that attention up a little bit. Like make sure everybody's good because yeah, there's a lot of focus on the focus is ninety five percent on the girls yeah. and five percent on the boys, and everything is oh but, boys will just be boys. But we no. we all know why that sort of is. No. I mean, pregnancy changes your life. Right, but pregnancy, it should be impactful for both. It should it be, isn't. Not, but it's, it's not. not. Right, because we not. haven't created a culture of responsibility. Yeah. This is why we are always at the bottom rung of the totem pole. Yeah. All right, we got next. All right, guys. <clears throat> All right, you guys are going to have to go. So it's 1-1. One, one, even though you answered that first one without her saying she was done, we'll give you that first one. Mm, That's thanks. how you feel. <laughs> All right, this one's a rapid fire. Rapid fire. The minute I stop talking, you just go. It must be an easy one. It this is uh it has finally come to it this rapper has finally been charged in to- a known case. Tory Lanez. Yes. We knew that. Yeah. Tory Lanez has finally been charged with shooting Meg the Stallion. She came out maybe a month ago and declared that he had shot her. He came out maybe two or three weeks ago Mm. with his um, album, (laughs) his freaking mixtape, pretty much claiming that he didn't do it, but that he wants her back, which absolutely made no fucking sense because if somebody's claiming that you shot them and you didn't do it, I don't think that you would be begging for them back on a whole damn mixtape, but whatever. He was finally charged for assaulting her, and they're calling him out full-blown. I don't want to give any extra love to Tori I. You Tory don't Lanes, or you do? I don't. Okay. And so I'll just say that, yes, he's been charged, and if he gets charged completely, found guilty, great. But he, he has not been found guilty yet. He's been charged. Yes, he is. he is not... Uh, been shown he's not been proven guilty but yeah. his victim has come right out and claimed that he's done it and they obviously took the gunshot wounds out of Megan's foot and at some level probably matched it to the gun that he had in his possession and that is what was taking so long for the charge charge to happen. Yeah. I don't think that they if those things two things did not corroborate that he would have been charged. So we'll see. Fuck Tory Lanez. That's, that's why I, I said like, that's why I said not give him too much love. Let's mm-hmm. move on. <laughs> can't Shout stand out to it. Megan the Stallion. Shout out to Meg. Like I just can't imagine being her and like because there are people who literally have said she deserved it, which to me is crazy. I saw a video. There were, were multiple people in that car. Yeah, it was And thick. so it's interesting to see that it hasn't been a lot of people who have talked about it. It was four altogether. Tori you know, Lane's bodyguard and Meg and her... Homegirl. Homegirl, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get into listener shout out. Oh, so I won that. I won that. You did. Yeah, your boy is you back. You try to slide through. <laughs> I see you try to move on without giving me my giving me my recognition, without giving me my compliments. Because if Remy had one, you be like, "Good job, Remy. Good, Good job, job Jay." Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right, listener shout out. So we're gonna do um, listener shout out goes out to. I'm sure I'm saying this jump, this, this song, this name wrong, but or how how would you say this? O R I S T E L, Oristel. Orstel Harold for being the top listener of All T No Shade podcast on the SoundCloud platform. Hey, Orstel. Orstel. That's an old ass black name. 
Happy. <laughs> is that a Caribbean name? Black is a Caribbean name. Yeah, which means it's not really black. It's actually Old English. Mm-hmm. Or still. That's not like a whiskey. <laughs> I do. I feel no, like he's so fancy though. Have you, you, had, know? That, have you had that Oristel, bro? Let me get an Oristel on the rocks. Let me get an Oristel on the rocks. I know. It, it does not sound kind of fancy. Oristel. Low key. He Orstel. needs to make his own drink. The gentleman's drink. Yes. All right. So, so uh, he had the most plays of our podcast this week. And, and second shout out, gotta go, gotta shout out the top place in the United States with the most downloads so far this month. Of all tea, no shade, and that goes out to my home state of Virginia. Ew, I should have known my Virginia showing out, showing out, showing out. I this grin that she was going to be Virginia. Virginia showing out, man. We appreciate it. But we appreciate the we love appreciate from it, all Virginia. over the world that we're the getting right states. now. So if you want to be shout out, Remy, do you have a shout out for somebody? You want to shout I somebody do out? I have a shout out, actually. Um, last night, I met Loretta. Loretta Scott. <laughs> yeah, I met Loretta Scott, and, uh, and you know, this is like probably the first time I, I think I've I've met and spoke to somebody who listens to Altino Shade on the Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so, a she's a faithful faithful listener. Yeah. Yes. So so I got a uh, direct to the face critique. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's always fun. Yeah, it is always fun. Yeah, this is my first one. And, uh, welcome to the welcome, welcome to the to popularity it. of Altino Shade. I thoroughly enjoyed it. We were. Uh, Enjoying just all the way on vibes anyway. So so I got What did she say? She told me I was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue against that. Like, that's not completely untrue. And then uh but then she actually she threw me a lot of bill, like more than I was expecting. Cause uh, you know, it, I think I'm I'm infamous at this point for interrupting folks. Oh yeah. But she was like but that's what black folks do when they get passionate about shit. So, it's you know, true. that's just you exercising your, your black rights. <laughs> you know, and I was like, you know what? I take that because, I, you know, I, I get a lot of flack for that. So, yeah, Loretta. Out Loretta. Loretta has been a, um, uh, listen, a shout out for Multi No Shade. Yeah, she's, she's a real good energy. I like, I she's like good her. people. She's, she likes, she loves the show. She always says, Jay, y'all should be a little more risque and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Go talk she's to such L. great you know, vibes she's great vibes y'all so yeah if you want to be shouted out on all t no shade you got to do a few different things in order to get that and how to, how to do that L, how do they do that well you can join our facebook group it's called all t no shade podcast and friends you can join our facebook page called all t no shade you can add us or follow us on instagram at all t no shade podcast or you can always just go old school which isn't crazy that email is now old school and email us at alltinoshadepodcast at gmail.com. Guys, let's time. go ahead and get into the main sip. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Sippers know what time it is. Do you know what time it is? L know what time it is. Oh, my God. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Yes, y'all. All right, guys. We are back with the main sip. And today we are talking about the black Divide. The black divide. Are you black enough? How black is blackity black? Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think that's a that's gonna black be one, that's one part of it. I also want I have so many things I'm gonna talk about it within like different things that exist in the black culture. But to are you black enough? Are we black? I really hate that question. Yeah. Uh, not from you in general, but yes. just like 
from society where people will say, I mean, I remember growing up a lot of times saying <laughs> I wasn't black enough because I talk with uh, grandma, correct mm. grandma, or you sounded white, yeah. you know? Is there a good reason to revoke somebody's black card? Like no, not really. Reason. Not really. Um, I feel yes. like Kanye needs oh, to be revoked. Candace Owens. Candace, I think by Candace. I think there's some good reasons. Stacey Dash. Yeah. They don't deserve. They don't deserve. Now, granted, we can't actually take their blackness yeah, away, but, but, like, you know, y'all but on the list. they in the stick and shut out list. <laughs> yeah. I, don't like, I don't like saying people are cooning. Yeah. But they're cooning. But they're cooning. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's why it's called cooning, because you are black and you're on that bullshit, like... How so can you be both? My first thing that I wanted to talk about, and maybe Mr. Mulatto can appreciate it, is the notion and concept that if you are mixed race, that you are not black. Yeah. I think it's literally the most ludicrous thing, yeah. because if you look at pretty much black people as a whole, African-Americans as a whole, yeah. we are mixed. Like yeah. We are, you know, mixed up people. You know, the, the reason why there's so many varying colors and shades of us that some of us are super light it isn't because you know we were born that way necessarily yeah. right yeah. it's because over the years we've been mixed up so to me it's crazy that we people who are clearly black we want to denounce them and say that they're not black even though we know if a racist person or a white supremacist or a cop were to see them they would identify mm -hmm. them as black why would we not I, it's like we don't want to claim like I, I think about this with Kamala Harris I think mm. about this with Barack Obama I think about this with a lot of the people who are mixed it's like the assumption that they're not black and I don't see how that is yeah they they obviously are basing this off of the complexion of someone's of skin right and I, to not even because Kamala Harris is a lot of it she's like the complexion though she looks yeah, I mean complexion. Uh, Kamala and Obama look like they could be like brother and sister for real like they, yeah. they look like the same type and, of black and she um and she's half Jamaican and half Indian Indian and so but to your point like at this point I think the world is all mixed right like we're all through migrations through through uh, evolving as human beings no I one can African say they Africans, are purists uh, for sure I think if they live in Africa for sure or if they've come from Africa yeah, yeah. They, their lines be clean but yeah I, I, I think it's a it's very problematic to say that someone is see, not black be based off of, of what we see because there are people I know women and, and men who uh, are technically Hispanic, mm -hmm. but they live and identify and grow up as black. Yeah. They are black women and black men. Right. Well, that's the thing. And I think the idea or notion that African-American means black is not the same thing. Right. Right. Like we black culture is different than just African-American culture because yes. I'm Lord. not an African-American, even though I checked that, that box. But my family is from the Caribbean, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. it's not, it doesn't have the same notion or ideology that say somebody who was born, you know, and their family and their generations have been tied back to, you know, back yeah. in the days, yeah. right? But I'm still part of black culture. Yeah. My biggest thing with all of that is is just the the extremes. Like, like with, with just about anything, the extremes kind of fuck things up for everything in the middle. And just this idea of either you black or you not black, 
Like that's that's that, that is not even it's not even real. Like there's levels to blackness, and there's and then also to to Elle's point, there's there's different shades of blackness. You know what I'm saying? You can be African, you can be Caribbean, you can be mm, Black American. Mm, mm. All all black don't don't have to be the same exact thing, but there's there's just different there's different levels and there's different shades to it. So, so when somebody questions my blackness, I view it as like okay, so you may f- not feel like I I fit the mold of 100 percent black, mm-hmm. but I'm at least, you know, 75, 90%. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know I know what level, where, where I stand. So you might question my blackness because mm. you feel like you own that 100 and I'm down here on the 75. But, it, but, like but the, the reality is you got to respect my blackness and I'm going to respect yours. But you know I feel like saying? the people who, who think that way are just ignorant people who think that you have to have a certain uh, swag or a certain thing to be to be black. You have to be a talking complexion. You got to talk a certain way. You got to grow up in the hood. You got to have street smarts. In order to be considered a certain 100% black, which is bullshit. No one has to ever be that, for you sure. know? For sure. And, and I mean, it really comes down to, like, uh, cultural, like, uh, un- understanding or consensus. Mm-hmm. The fact that we, we like, so I, I was in a relationship before where the best thing about the relationship was the simple fact that we came from the same place. We yeah. like the same music. Like, we were just this, the same type of person. That was the whole vibe. And that was why things worked at the time. Yeah. And so I think we're all looking for that connection. We're all looking for people who understand us on a level that, you know, we don't even necessarily have to talk about. How, yeah, how we just sure. had that conversation yeah. about Luther Vandross, and it's yeah, just, it's just sure. something we all appreciate. For sure. That's part of blackness, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, so I get it, but at the same time, when it goes when it goes negative and you start discounting people in, in a certain way, like, then it's kind of like, it's not that far off from racism. It's no. essentially trying to belittle somebody because they don't fit what you what you think it should be. And this is a black problem or yeah. a co- person, of, person of color problem. problem yeah. It's and not it's so white people saying this. It's black you, people. If you look at it, like, it, it, I, I think it's ignorance, right? Because yeah, oh, it's definitely ignorance. You look at it, like some of our most famous black people that, like, have paved the way for us were biracial. Mm. I mean, Langston Hughes is biracial. Right. Like, he's biracial. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> not that one. Not that one. <laughs> but so it's me. It's it's just a, a weird thing. Obama's your black president, but Kamala isn't. I mean, yeah. how does those two things align with each other? And you never hear, at least I've never hear, heard a white person say they're not white enough. No, you're not Indian enough. Yeah, because that, that's you they're, know too what I mean? busy, they're too busy hating other races. They're, they're united. <laughs> we're not united, so we're fighting we're not, each other. And we, we again back to the divide. So. I'm not one of those people that likes to blame everything on social media, but it seems to me that they're the major division among black people in the world. Do y'all feel this way? And if you don't, you know, what do you think has led to this? Like, do you believe there's a a divide outside of what we just started off talking about with skin complexion? Mm -hmm. Do you, I feel like there's definitely a divide. Why and why that is. And part of it is not even our fault. Part of it is brainwashing. Literally, yeah. if you look back at Jim Crow, if you roots, look back man. at plantation owners, if you look back, I mean, they were immaculate with how they did things. They mm. were doing things from a psychological perspective. They purposely were breaking up the black family. Divide and people and still to this day are like, oh, I don't understand. Breaking up the black family is literally the best and the greatest way to ensure that you will have generations and generations and generations of black families, families that are that can't create generational wealth yeah. that are stuck in the system it's literally cutting the tree at the roots it's literally cutting the tree yeah. at the roots and so you know when you ask what's going on or we see like the black divide it's literally 
stuff that's been created for we've been created to pit ourselves against each other and the only frustration i have is that we continue to do it yeah because we know we know that this we know the history at this point yeah. we know the history so of what has what has cut who what, what has started mm-hmm. this black divide right yeah. we just talked about it. you can ask any black person out there of knowledge who is smart they can say the same thing as both of you just said but yet we continue to allow it to happen, and so yeah. why aren't we, as a black culture, uh, why aren't we doing more to bring to bridge this gap? Because we like Gotta to make receptive. excuses. This is the thing that I literally abhor the most. It is black people. We do this whole thing. Oh, we laugh so we don't cry, mm. right? And it gives us quote unquote an excuse to make a joke out of everything. Well, the thing about it is, when you're so busy making a joke out of everything, it's really easy for everybody to think that you're a joke yourself, mm. yeah. right? It's really easy for someone to not take you serious if the things that are supposed to be serious to you mean something to you. You guys are making jokes about and things funny. Yeah. And I think part of black people's problem is we do have this ideology of oh we'll just joke about it to make it better but the jokes are not like positive the jokes aren't uplifting the jokes are literally to make somebody's situation bad worse to make them feel worse about it or you know it creates a really bad negative connotation yeah i mean i agree uh, you know with what you just said i I guess for me i just have a it frustrates me to see that we are not doing a better job at fighting against the system. I feel like we're always in, in this competition of one another. Yeah. Right? If a black person has this, has this, then I can't support it for whatever reason. Right? I I gotta I can't go share this or I can't go be part of this because they, they in the same arena as I am. Like as as if two black people can't be successful in the same arena. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's but like and you see for that a lot of times they and couldn't. You see, and you see that with networking. And back then, yes. Yes. But now we're at a different age Absolutely. where 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 we can support one another and be successful, even to the smallest thing of like networking, right? Like I remember when I first moved to Tampa, I got in networking groups. And there were young black professional networking groups across the board. Right. Right. And I had joined when I actually created one. In my mind, my mindset was, shit, I'm going to build mine. I'm going to network with these. We're going to build this huge coalition yeah. of black professionals in the Tampa Bay area. Sure enough, a little before, before we even get started, really, people didn't want to come to mine or people didn't want to go to theirs because of this competition. Yeah. Like, wait, I got to, we, we can't do stuff together. I need to build this up. Like, ignoring the fact that we can build together, right. yeah. it's going to be better Across the board. But it's because we have this this do me culture. And this do me culture or like, you know, I don't want people in my business. I like to just be in my own space. Yeah. That idea, it's actually old Jim Crow. It's old brainwashing, right? Like if you look at some of the most successful people, like if you look at places that have bounced back from genocide, Mm. look at the Jews or is that, I think somebody said that was um, now inappropriate to say, like look at Jewish Jewish people, people. right? They have bounced back from their genocide in a spectacular way, but look how how they approached it. They approached it as a community, right? Um, Yeah, that's a tough comparison. I'm going to let you finish. I just say that because what complexion do they have? Yeah, no, they're white. You know they're, I mean? less, they're less yeah. serious. But yeah. no, but but we also have to take in consideration that like at some point, at one point, Jewish people were looked down Absolutely. As, as Absolutely. badly as, you know, not as badly, but quite on the same reference as black people. Yeah. However, through money and through power, they have elevated their status. Yeah. Right? But the problem with 
black people is that we don't know how to or we so much of that dogma so much of that brainwashing is still ingrained where we don't feel like we can work together because we're all competing for those one or two or three spots that they allow black people not realizing that there's a shift there's more spots there's There's as many spots as you want I, i think i think if you think about black culture in america and I, I can't speak to black culture outside of that because I'm not I'm not as familiar. But the, what I feel like I've experienced, there's a there's a very heavy layer of of like a competition. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where we view each other as 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 competition, and we have to basically st- I, like I have to like I, I look I would look at Jay and say I have to stop Jay so that I can move forward. Mm-hmm. Like Jay is in my way, so mm-hmm. I have to stop him. And I feel like. When you know, when I speak to the culture, if you just look at some of the little things, mm-hmm. like rap battles, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, yo mama jokes, mm-hmm. like like the way we talk shit about each other, just hip, the hip hip hop in general, you know what I'm saying, going as far back as as I can remember, yeah, you know it started on a, on a solid foundation and shit got wild and then you know a lot of all hip hop is tends to be these days is like well who's who's the best like mm-hmm. we can't have like if you look at uh uh Cardi B and yeah. and like Nicki Minaj and how you they always end up getting pit against each other yeah. as if only one of them can be, can be elevated successful. at one time. Yeah. Um, so Same thing with black comedians, yeah. right? Well, right. yeah. Well, Same black, thing. Black comedians are not quite as bad because comedy in and of itself has a strong culture of, of unity. Like, like you don't progress in comedy if you're hating other comedians. You tend to just fall, fall by the True. wayside because nobody's going to look out for you. You start stealing jokes. You start, like, like, competing with other people. So comedy is a little different, but especially, like, so... Y'all heard it, uh, the Not Fucking Around Coalition. You know who that is? No. It's uh, some of these some of these brothers you've been seeing on social media or whatever with like full on um, ARs and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah protests yeah. and stuff like that. So shout out to them because I appreciate that energy. However, I followed them on Instagram and, you know, they, they have an issue with, I guess, Black Lives Matter, the group or whatever. Mm. And so they posted a post that was literally and there's I a distinction. I have to say that there is a distinction. There's a, there's a Black Lives Matter movement there's and there's Matter a Black Lives Matter group. group. And those two things are not the exact same thing. Yeah. Sorry. So so they posted a post ultimately elevating NFAC but but like putting down BLM. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's stupid. like and and I, I posted under the post. I was like, I mean, wh- why does why is this even a post? Like, yeah, why don't y'all being. why don't y'all supplement each other? Like, mm-hmm. this right. is two mm-hmm. groups ultimately working for it. It should be the same. Goal. The same goal. Yeah. The same goal. Like, I mean, but that goes all the way all the way back to, you know, Malcolm versus versus Martin. MLK. Okay. When you got different yeah. goals, it's hard to. We all trying to eat the same damn and, thing. And I, and I always say like Martin wouldn't be successful without the Malcolm. Like you need someone on their neck to realize that a peaceful is a better option. And even with peaceful being a better option, they still kill both of them motherfuckers. So, so go, going off of, of that, do you feel like who, who didn't fuck with who? Malcolm versus MLK. Like you think MLK but is like, it, he's, he's way too much about violence and he doesn't want to do but things peacefully. It, I can't fuck with him. Or was it the other way? Malcolm was like, he wants to be all peaceful and he doesn't think that we're strong and stuff stuff like that. So he's selling a different idea. But has history actually proved proven that they didn't fuck with each other like that? It's it's a common narrative. I it's don't know how true it is. It's a common narrative, but I feel like it was more of Malcolm's Muslim Brotherhood that didn't like Martin because Christianity, first of all, the different belief styles. Right, the that's, different I mean, belief that's, styles. That's tribalism. Um, yeah. Exactly. Exactly, and I th- I think I don't know necessarily if Malcolm himself did not mess with Martin. Mm-hmm. From what I've seen, that they had a good rapport, but I know that the 
from what I've seen or read, that it was the um, Muslim Brotherhood who specifically like did not want Malcolm being yeah. close to Martin and wanted him to create distance on purpose. I, I think a lot of us still feed that narrative, whether it's true or not. The simple yeah. simple idea that they had different ideals or whatever, so that that we we have to compare them in that way. But ultimately, yeah. the goal was the same. It was the same, and I think Malcolm's biggest complaint about Martin Luther, Martin Luther King was the nonviolent approach. Right. Yeah, but right? it's just a different way it's to a different get the way same to get goal. The same and, goal. and that's what we don't do for each other is yeah. say, I appreciate the way you're doing things, even though it's not how I do things. I'm going to respect you, and I'm trying. I'm going to try to elevate you. We're still going towards yeah, the same Yeah, we're still working goal. for the same thing. Can we also talk about um, how it, it, this is a two-part fold, right? How we, we've already talked about how black women aren't supported, right, or loved, right? However, I did want to point out or focus on, because I say this, black men don't support black women or don't protect black women. Mm. But quiet as is kept, black women don't protect black women. Yeah. Right? That's what we need to talk about right now. So when I see posts about like... And, and I, I think I've mentioned this before. I'll see posts, and you know, I'm in, in Latin dance, so I'll see like a Latino will post something, and it'll be a little ratchet, right? But all everybody in the comments is so supportive, so nice, so loving, right? They, somebody might, might, one or two people might call them out and say something ghetto, right? Yeah. However, if you were to turn that around and made them black, black people, right? Want a beer? Come okay. on, yeah, come on. <laughs> you said you want a mimosa. That's about as good as a mimosa. Yeah. You get for a beer. When black people do it, we are the first to be like, ew, gross. Yeah. Right? Like, black hoes, right? Like, yeah. I mean, we'll post it everywhere. We'll talk shit about them. It's a, it's a video. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Right? We'll, we'll post shit about. But if I look at the comments, like even with the Tory Lanes and the Meg the Stallion, when I was mm. looking at the comments, yeah, so many of them were black women. Absolutely, who were so like, oh, I don't believe Meg the Stallion or oh, Tory Lanes mm. wouldn't do that, or even if he did do that, she probably deserved it. And I'm like, what is mm. happening here? Why is it that you know? No one supports black women or no one protects black women. We are the mm. least protected because we don't yeah. even protect each other. Yo, can I say uh, the black Twitter is a problem? Oh, my God. Can I say yeah. this? I yes, black Twitter is a fucking problem. Like, for sure. like black Twitter is, is so dope sometimes and so important and so essential and so funny. But, but also it's so, so problematic. It's so many niggas. Like, <laughs> so many niggas just like... Uh, you know, just 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 getting their shit off with each other, so so that it becomes like a hurricane of bullshit at some point. I was watching, um, and that's where that yeah. that's where, and then it ends up in the comments of fucking Meg the Stallion saying that you yeah. know it's her fault and some shit right. like that. Was, like was, it's bad energy. I was watching a, um, an interview this morning actually on uh, T Boz from TLC. Yeah, she was doing an interview, and one of her comments was that um, you know when when they were out and about, the way they got popular and the way they made money is by word of mouth, right? And she said, you, you didn't realize how many ignorant people were actually out there, mm. right? She said, now with social media, social media has given ignorant people a voice. Yeah. Absolutely. And these people who have no common sense are saying things and giving opinions that are negative, that are hurting people, real life people in yep. situations. Yeah. And that's something to think about. It's like the internet has given ignorant people yeah. a voice platform. and they don't platform. only give them a voice but like we because we think it's funny or we think it's a talking point these are the same people 
who will like you know forward the video and share the video to every single yeah. group or you know take a screenshot of the Twitter of the tweet that's so ignorant and dumb like yeah. you know like just so bad and then we'll we'll share it around and talk about it and joke about it but we're exposing ourselves to it it's like the more and more you expose yourself to toxicity yeah. you're gonna become toxic yeah and, and it is unfortunate that you would hope you would hope that there would be a bigger coalition from black women among black women to continue to support black women. You do see it, so yes. it's not say it's not to say it doesn't exist because yeah. it does exist. Uh, but it, you would think it would be a bigger coalition and it, less of the ignorant comments and the non-belief and stuff like that. It does exist, but it exists um, not temporarily, but it exists on su- subject matter wise. Yeah. Right? For certain subject matters, black women will completely one hundred and ten percent unite. Right, like yes, but then on other matters, we'll completely like. When I was seeing people post about Meg the Stallion, right, and one of one of them who posted it was a black woman that we all know here, mm. educated. Normally, is very pro women, and she's talking about you know listening to Tory Lane CD and how it was good. And I'm like, why would you support him, mm. knowing what you know, or you know, at least having the little bit of evidence that we do have, which indicates that he did something, right? Oh, well, if she's not going to press charges, then I'm not going to worry about it because it's not my problem. Mm. That was the response. Mm. And I'm like, if this is the the response that we have or the the approach that we have with each other, then you you can't wonder in the same voice why black women are being protected when you're not protecting your own black women. Yeah. So it was kind of piggybacking on on that. Another question I had or things I was thinking about when I was prepping for the show is, so one of the things that really has been bothering me lately okay. is this divide between black men and black women. Like, I really hate seeing black women shit on black men and black men shit on black women, especially publicly, right? Yeah. I think there's a better way to handle our issues, and I'm curious if the table thinks the way we currently handle our disputes or frustrations are helping or hurting. I don't. I don't think we talk to each other. I don't think we talk at each other. But I think we have a culture of disrespecting black women. I mean, listen to our music, right? People say, oh, it's just music. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, no, it, it, it means sure. things. If you're absorbing that information all the time, that's all you listen to. Best believe you're going to start adopting some of that ideology. And yeah. if you listen to our music, it, all, it always paints women. Mm. as freaks to be used to be abused you know like it's funny go cry in the bends instead of crying in the toyota right like it's part of our culture where we think it's hilarious to treat women badly and so i think we've gotten to a point where women are just fed up Mm. like we've gotten to we max out their patience and their level of tolerance and so now it's jumped from the complete opposite of like okay we just have to accept this this is just what we have to fight to fuck that like you know i mean i get i get that what i'm saying is like do we have to be so public with our disputes and frustrations with one another when we know that society is already working against us right like you will never hear me say a negative thing about a black woman on my social media yeah, or publicly. Now, if I have an issue with a black woman, I'm going to have you come to black women friends and say, hey, look, this right. is how I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if we can represent ourselves and speak positive more often in public light, mm-hmm. then we can, we can help elevate the status of this divide. 
I just, I just hate the public. But, I hate the public shaming that we, that we do. The, the, the whole idea of keep it in house, you know, I think that's the idea of like the black family idea of keep, you know, the bad stuff in home and don't share it out with public, right? Yeah. But the problem is you're asking an you know, oppressed people to stay oppressed and to be quiet about it. Yeah. And black women mm, are oppressed in, in by sense. black men, period. In, in a sense, right? Like, like not, black men are at a privilege, are privileged. But I'm not. Differently I, than black women. I, I, but, I don't disagree with what you're saying. What I'm saying, you can dispute, you can have conversations yeah. about the frustrations. What I'm saying is, let's stop saying black men ain't shit publicly. Let's stop saying black women are hoes or black women are I bitches publicly. Right. Yeah. Let's stop saying black women ha- are angry. Let's stop talking shit, let's about, stop each talking shit about each other publicly. We can have we conversations. Can have conversations but we can have a conversation, but publicly, like, let's stop talking shit. Yeah, like like, uh, when, we, like uh, when the female ego came up on, on the podcast the other day, I wasn't like... Fuck females and they fuck egos. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that. It was just like, can we, is this is this something that we can have a conversation yeah. about? And I, you know, you gotta be, you gotta. But see, where's the, a, the, the, there has to be a foundation of respect yeah. when it when it comes to addressing and talking about each other and to each other. And a lot of times we throw that shit out the window real quick. Yeah. But the, but the, but then that same notion, that same idea. Then is there a foundation of respect when you're talking to white supremacists? Or is there a foundation of re- like black women are killed? mostly by black men right. right so it's a real thing right We're, well people are killed typically by their own race right but, yeah. but black women specifically are killed predominantly by black men mm-hmm. right like that is just the statistics that's just pure facts mm-hmm. right same, same. it's true for white women too though yes, like. yes, true, yes right? it's true for white women too and so when you look at the person who's assaulting you or you look at the person who is killing your specific independent community it's hard for you to say then I, even though you're being hurt and even though you're being oppressed and even though you're not getting some of these privileges that they're getting, you also, you need to curb your tongue when you're talking about them. Because we don't say that for black people to white people. We don't say, hey, if you're black, you need to have a level of respect when you're talking to white people, you know, because they're, you know, some of them are great. <laughs> like, you know, some of them are, obviously, right? Yeah. Like, we wouldn't be where we are without you, amazing white people who have paved the way and helped fight our cause. Yeah. But we still can't minimize other people's pain and say, listen, you have to curb your tongue about how you feel, even though you've been yeah. the the victim. So I, so I definitely would uh, agree with you. Is It shouldn't necessarily be about, about curbing your tongue or not speaking your truth. I think it just, there has to be a difference between a headline versus a conversation mm-hmm. and niggas ain't shit is a headline like bitches ain't shit that's a headline that's just but that's just one that's just one blanket statement that, that, yeah. that doesn't that there's no conversation there because and it's so matter of fact like mm-hmm. you say niggas ain't shit I, I i really can't rebut that because if that's how you feel <laughs> that's how you feel but right. if, like like sometimes i know it when it comes up sometimes like we'll be like well black men do this and black men do, do that and jay is like i don't do that like i ain't never done that so why why are we you know what i mean so mm. it's it's important to, I mean, just going to how social media has an effect on that. Mm-hmm. We are very headline oriented. We are very tweet oriented. We yeah. want a lot of our information, you know, in, in small bites or whatever. And that's why I like things like this, like sitting down and having a podcast and having a full conversation about it because it digs into the details of it and allows you to, to think about it yeah. outside of just a blank And I think statement. it's super problematic that we, we, we already know that every culture is the most critical of black culture and black people and that we have they hold us at a certain level of scrutiny that is unfortunate that even our own selves 
are super critical of one another so publicly when we need to be, again, let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about our issues, but let's not call each other's name. I don't see, I, I don't see white people doing the same, having the same thing, talking about them. Oh, I think publicly. that well, we do. They, they do, but you know, for them it's political. Like Trump supporters don't fuck with, you know, white li- liberals and stuff like that. Like it's it's not as yes. as in depth well, as like the difference is they don't stuff. say they say woman or they say man they don't have to put black in front of it right, right. and that's the just the difference the distinction when they generalize when they're generally talking they're talking to themselves you right. know what I mean but I mean I, I I say that to say like we can't forget the basic facts right like that we're not all equal it's not all fair. And because of that, that's I think that idea, that notion specifically, is why the black community is having an issue kind of coming together. Black men still make way more money than black women, even though black women are outrageously more um, educated than black men, right? Like, we still see that there's privileges that are happening in, in, in just our inner community, right? And then you have the notion or you have the ideas that some of our cultural aspects where, you know, it's common for, you know, a woman, a black woman to be assaulted. It's common. I mean, we would joke back in the days about the creepy uncle or the weird cousin because it is so normalized for black children, right? Especially black girls to be approached inappropriately from the people around them right like and so we not only have to be careful in ourselves from like white people but we also have to be careful from our own black men. i mean of course i mean it's across the board but again it's not my point is it's not about not having a conversation we can I, have a conversation I, the point is that. that publicly what we speak we need to be more conscious of how we speak life into people and then we are constantly publicly talking shit about one another in front of other people. That is not a good. That's not good for no one, anyone. Yeah. Right, but it's hard to constantly speak life into people who are also oppressing you too. That's that's my only point. I agree mm, to some level where we. I don't need, think it's hard though. We no, I now. absolutely do. If you're being, to not speak negative, I say, I say to not, not speak negative to somebody who's raping you, who's yeah. assaulting to you, to not who's, say a black man who's is not shit, paying you for like what you're supposed to be getting paid. If you are, if you're experiencing that on a a, a, a daily basis you're gonna feel like black men aren't so, shit it's so not just if, black men black men have same black men have struggles too where so, black men treat black women like yeah. shit and that's acceptable and that is uh, you know what we feel like i personally okay. feel like black women don't always love me like i i'm be, i'm be completely honest here yeah but there i have my my issues with black women i have my struggles with black women but i still do not tell another person publicly i don't talk negative about black women period publicly right. That's a choice. But that's that's a, a choice. Like idea. But, no. Have you been assaulted by a black well, woman? Well, have you been raped I think, by a black woman? Have I, you been? We're not gonna get into all that. I don't think y'all is 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 like. Uh, I don't think you fully disagree because what you're saying we is we don't fully disagree. Yeah, you're, what you're saying is you're not gonna go go talk to the the world about about us in a, in a negative way. Correct. And what you're saying is you want to be able to talk to us about us in a in a negative way because that's important. The problem is when you say don't talk to the world. The, unfortunately, there's no like simple black Twitter where you, it's only for black people, right? So if right. you're gonna speak your truth, it's gonna be spoken you can speak to your, the world. You can speak and your I'm sorry, truth. You can speak your truth. You can speak your truth. 
your truth. You and based off of how your life, that's we a personal have a, experience. We have a culture though. that supports that. The, the other, the other a, you, like, you can, it's, thing, it's you can, ridiculous to you say can that we don't say have that, a culture that doesn't support but, uh, treating black women like shit. So if black, black women, men, black men are treated like shit too, though. Absolutely. I mean, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is. Is that we have we can we got to do a better job yeah. and not creating a divide by I, speaking negatively, so, calling people ain't shit. Divide. Let me like speak if to we're that speaking for a to the divide, we're speaking to what's a reality, what's a fact. Yeah. There is a divide. So, of course, that's why we're doing the black divide. There's, exactly, there's divide. but, but the, you don't have to say men, but you ain't gotta say black men ain't the shit. Divide so isn't a, a statement that, like black men ain't shit. Ultimately, is it, it comes from. It's super to, problematic. Gotta, yeah, but you got to look at the the cause and effect that led, led to you. that statement. Thank There's you. Thank you. I'm not denying that. Though. So just like how how black people have a fucked up relationship with with white people, women black women have a fucked up relationship with black men. It's not the same, but I'm saying it's it's due to like trauma. It's due to bad experiences, things that that have happened. And sometimes you're not necessarily going to get to the point where you're like. Like if somebody, if a child is molested or something like that, it's not like they can sit and have those conversations. They're just gonna say, "This motherfucker touched me, and I have a problem with with people who look like him from now on." You know what I'm saying? So it's a reaction. Niggas ain't shit. It's just a reaction. But black, trauma. black men have sex. trauma too, and it's so frustrating yes, for people to say that true. black men don't. No, that's true. Black men have right. super trauma too. No one's saying they don't have trauma, but what we're just saying, saying and black men don't have the right. They have the right. They have the right. They have the 110 percent ability to speak to their own trauma. They choose not to a lot of the times, which I don't agree with. But they have the 110 percent the right and the ability to speak to their trauma. What I'm saying is that black women will not be shushed because it's not good for the race. It is not about session. It's not about session. No, it is not about session. Understandable and fair for somebody to say that black men ain't shit if that's how you feel. However, we prefer that you have a conversation about it because ultimately. You just you, you just dealt with five niggas in a row and they just wasn't shit. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. more of us out here. Right, five niggas hmm. is is not even a, a whole percent of and, the population. We're not saying like that they're not good men. I'm not. I, I will be the first one to say that there are amazing men out there. However, when we have a culture that literally, if you look at our culture, just black and white, yeah. and the culture just shits on black women. Hello, you're going to create a lot of men that aren't shit. But why do you? Why do you? Why, but why do you think? You're going to create a lot of women that aren't shit Why do you? Why do you? Why do you think these black men that are talking about women in a negative light? They are talking about it because they have emotional trauma that they have not dealt with that's oh, causing the issues. You're victimizing me because you've been. Victimized. I'm not victimizing you, but what I don't want to do is to that's pretend like black men I, don't have emotional no trauma too. They, no I'm just saying did. defend black men. But no one, but defend black men. Do. The conversation, that's nothing, that's the conversation is done. about black that's women. That's all we've done is defend black men. And the moment that this we've taken in the history to say, listen, stop, defend black women, black men are like, oh my God, I can't believe we're having this conversation. I do want to say this. We defend black men all the fucking time are you kidding because me you're talking loud i don't mean this you're gonna get a, the point across but it's true i do want to say that this is a bigger bigger problem than just blackness as, as, as of course well. like, absolutely like, like like america in general has an issue with not respecting i mean just everybody you know what i'm saying it's white men or nobody you know what i'm saying so Facts. white men don't respect white yeah. women black men don't respect black women i mean it, it's all it's it we've been trained right right and white men don't expect don't respect black men and black men and, don't and real quick, just to throw this out there, as, as far as like wh- where these seeds have been sowed, mm. it's, it's actually a pretty common narrative now that 
like our music, our our all of our music is run by white folks. But yes, so it the is. music Absolutely. that we hear most commonly and that's popularized Absolutely. amongst everybody. Uh, right. Absolutely. Are, like they're the ones that and curate we gotta, that. We gotta do a better so, job of taking ownership of that too. But we, well, we gotta learn how to how to we gotta develop ownership of it, but at the same time, our artists aren't necessarily the ones responsible. They're just doing their art to and make they get money. propped up yeah. by people who are not a part of our culture. Who doesn't care? So that is that is yeah. one element of the divide being sowed. And it's not all on us. There's things we need to do. But we should take more of an ownership because that, that, who, it is now. That it's trying to that, that lady rapper though. that we had. D.Y. D.Y. She was taking ownership of her sexuality. She was taking ownership of her blackness. She was taking ownership. And I think that we need to start doing that. We can have. Well, that's, that's all we can do because they're not giving anything back. Right, absolutely not. <laughs> so, yeah. talking, so segueing, segueing into ownership, let's talk about black money and how we spend that money. There's. Also a divide about why we don't support one another enough, right? right. So do y'all support black businesses and should what what are what are our thoughts on black support and black money? That's hard. Black support is fickle. It's very hard. Black support, listen, we will go to the same Italian restaurant or we'll go to the same white store and they'll follow us around like we're about to steal something, but we'll go multiple times. We'll go to the Chinese you know, fast food place that talked down to us, but we'll go multiple times. Yep. But if you go to a black business and they're not like pristine giving you the best service, oh, this is why I can't support black people. Yeah. You know, like we have, we give other businesses other ethnicities other cultures so much more grace than we give ourselves i just want to shout out seventh and grove real quick because sure. uh i went there over the weekend dope restaurant owned and everything about that experience was amazing i had all the people i love shout out to building. the hall too black owned as well but black yeah black black owned businesses in town but shout out to y'all um however mm-hmm. <laughs> i i want i want more i want to support black business but at the same time, I, I have been conditioned to expect certain things from mm-hmm. my businesses. Mm-hmm. I almost didn't fuck with Seventh and Grove mm-hmm. because I called them up and I was like, um, do, do y'all do reservations? Mm-hmm. And the young, young woman on the phone uh, said no, which mm-hmm. is fine. But the way she said no rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I was literally on the way there. And I was like, oh, okay, so I guess I, I won't be uh, patronizing y'all tonight. Like, I'm not going to just deal with your attitude. So fast forward to this past weekend, we finally make it to 7th and Grove. No mm-hmm. reservation. Mm-hmm. I walk in the door. You want to know what this lady said to me? What? Do y'all have a reservation? <laughs> I was like, I was like, do we have a what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would have lost my mind. <laughs> so, so, here's, so here's where that whole thing, like, concluded itself. We, I, I decided, you know what? Maybe instead of calling the restaurant, I called the bar next door. Yeah. And if you call a bar and ask for a reservation, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? We don't yeah. do reservations. This yeah. is a bar." So maybe I fucked up yeah. somehow, and and you know, me and Seventh Grove are good now. But mm-hmm. that the main thing is, I'm speaking to the difficulty it is of to support service, yeah. to, to well to support any new business that you're not familiar with. Yeah. So yeah. for me, there's a lot of black businesses. I just don't know who who to support. So that when bad. I do try to support one if something doesn't go well i'm a, i'm still a consumer i'm still an mm. american consumer i'll go back to amazon real mm. fast because that shit has always worked for me you know what i'm saying so that makes it difficult to support that's why i think it's very important that we have to we have to prop up the businesses that are like our businesses that mm. are 
that need to be talked about. Like yeah. there's there's so much commonality behind say Amazon. So we don't know which ones are the good ones because there's gonna be bad ones too. There's gonna be Absolutely. bad businesses. Yeah. We Absolutely. need to know which ones are the good yeah. ones so they get the support they deserve. Yeah. So shout out to Yum Shots. I do want to throw but, that out but there. But I also want to like the whole idea that the black business has attitude. I like I hate no, that no, 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 because no, no. that same experience no, no, no. I had with the rack. Remember the rack back in yeah. um Oh, Tampa yeah, I used to love Kennedy? the rack. I love the crack. First of all, it was the like... Crack? She said the crack. She said the crack. I said the rack. <laughs> no, you said the crack. I said the rack. No, you said the crack. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love the crack, too. First of all, Which crack we talking about? But I mean, they crack. were super rude when I called them beforehand, but I feel like it. that's one of those things where if, if Seventh and Grove was white... You would have ne- noticed the disrespect, yes, right? I would have. But it wouldn't, I mean, it didn't no. impact you, right? Yeah. But you, because you still I, went. I didn't, but, I wasn't, I know what you're getting at. I wasn't uh, trying to, I wasn't expecting more out of them because they were black. Right. Mm-hmm. It was simply, I, I just wanted to, I just asked a question. Like, yeah. I just asked a question. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, you know, I didn't, but you know, you see, I, I, I got over it. You know what yeah. I mean? I like, I wasn't going to hold it against them. This is one person. She could have been having a bad day. Absolutely. I can't. I think we need better. Um, apps and better websites in the age of technology, right? Everyone's going to try to find information based on where black businesses are. I right. think, and I, I think, think that's need, important about the whitelist. Like yeah. we, we, we talk about stuff like that in there. Yeah, so it's it important where, wherever you live, whatever city you live in, whatever probably. state you live in, to try to get plugged in to these black businesses that exist. And, you know, let's not hold them, let's not hold black people at just super high or black men at just super high level that you wouldn't hold at white businesses or establishments, right? Let's hold them in, um, on the same level. And don't expect me to spend my money there if you're giving me shitty service or yeah. shitty products or whatever, right? I'm, I'm not going to continue to go to uh, Home Goods yeah. if they're giving me shitty customer service and shitty products every 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 time I go there, right? And that, and that not to interrupt you, um, that being said, like, I feel like black, black businesses need to understand that we're going to look at you on the same level. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we're yeah. not necessarily gonna have more expectations out of you, but if this if this is the type of of, of like if checkout is easy on this website that I, that I like that is owned by whoever, when I come to your website and I gotta fucking click five links and I can't even figure out how to pay, I'm not gonna. It's go frustrating. Back. I'm not gonna want to go back. But what we can do is, but, but, but we yeah. I think I think a lot of times is we feel like. Well, it's it's us, so we just gonna it is gonna be what it. it is or whatever. Like See, I, to, like, I, I disagree with that. I think what we should do is, again, if we have an issue with it, if they have an opportunity for you leave a review, yeah. right? Even though it's public, that's what they want. They leave a review. Find a way to say, hey, that, I love the product, but I wish you had a, I wish you had a better a better way for me to do blah 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 yeah, blah blah. Well, I mean, depending on how you know what I mean. If, you, if it's not a, a a bad review, but if you leave a bad review, yeah, you don't want you don't want to leave you don't want to leave a bad review. Yeah. I agree, hundred percent. Like, I mean, I think what what you really need is you need to be able to have a conversation with them. Like, I, I, I used to, I used Again, to make them behind place. doors. I used to go to just make this Jamaican place or whatever, and I, I like Jamaican food, but there was like some issues with just how they do the food because there's just more stuff in the just just stuff that I can't eat in the food. That's mm. just that's just a common thing I experience mm. when I go to Jamaican places that are not more like common like Jerk Hut or whatever. So that's an issue I have that makes me not necessarily want to go back. But how can I? Talk to that business or let them know that that's an issue for me. And he, do they even give a fuck? Because they, they probably care. got enough other patronage. But granted, that place yeah. ended up closing down. You know what mm. I'm saying? Maybe that may not necessarily have been the reason, but that was terrible. one of my. Probably, yeah. It was Jerk Hut was terrible. Jerk Hut's still open. It wasn't Jerk Hut. Jerk Hut's another open. place out in Brandon. I like Jerk Hut. I, I like Jerk Hut as well. Caribbean. 
Yeah, for sure. Jerk, jerk, jerk hut isn't for Caribbeans. It's not <laughs> at all. It's for the rest of us. Just like uh, any Chinese food restaurant. Exactly. It's not for Chinese people. Oh, my God. It yeah. is not. Yeah. Chinese American food is They would never eat that shit. They got bank black. Uh, I, I want to, right but now. I do not yet. Yeah, I don't I, currently buy. I definitely I, want to. I was this close to trying to work with a black bank to uh, get a home loan. I, but I went to their website, and I didn't really know what the, how, to, how to navigate that shit. So I was like, all right, I'm going to just... Um, my, my realtor and my uh, and my lender was black, but um, I don't think my bank was black. That's one thing I do love about the whitelist, even though it's kind of you know changed from for the, for the for the sippers that's listening. I have a Facebook group that I created a couple of years ago that was with the intent of people of color, or mainly black people and Hispanic people, to partner together and to support one another, to network together, and do different business together. I know so many people who have found black contractors or Latino contractors or whatever through the group, which is which is amazing. And they come back and say positive things um, about the person. So that's good. But I definitely don't currently bank black. Now, I think that's only one major um, black bank out there. Really? It's not that many. No. Yeah. So every time I like usually when I come across one, I, I post it in the whitelist and see if anybody's heard of it. And that. That for me goes back to what I was saying. I need I need a business to be propped up to know if this is somebody I should support because I I'm gonna expect a certain level of, of customer service. So and I want to shout out. Speaking of black owned and supporting black businesses, so there's a friend of mine, um, you know her, uh, Green Book, right? Mm. Um, so shout out to HV. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking for businesses in the Tampa Bay area um, and you're not sure where to go. Um, GreenBookTampaBay.org is a great spot to go to to um, find black businesses that exist. Um, it's run by two dope people. Um, they're doing great things in the Bay Area for black businesses. Um, so definitely, definitely check it out. So my last question I, that I would pose to the table is: What y'all, what would y'all like to see from black culture going forward? What was something that you personally would like to see Man, from black just, culture? Just, just more like. More reaching out to people that don't that you don't readily understand. Like I, I think it's important that instead of instead of us us going to blanket statements about what we what we think about each other. I had a conversation last night about mm. um about black. It just it just ended up being about blackness, and mm. I ended up getting like it, it it turned into an argument because my girl who is Caribbean, mm. um very Caribbean, like she, she doesn't necessarily speak in a way that makes her sound Caribbean, but she grew up with her parents and that's just that was just her life you know what i'm saying yeah so she's not as connected as to a lot of all of this american shit mm. like so there's some basic things just about you know black american shit that she doesn't readily understand so yeah. automatically that puts her on the outside and black folks will will, will you know will question her and talk to her in a certain way mm-hmm. that i am very familiar with yeah. being a mulatto so it's just mm-hmm. you know it's just two different shades of the same type of thing yeah so last night um we uh, we talk, we were talking about Luther Vandross, mm-hmm. and she only knows one Luther Vandross song. House she only home. really cares about <laughs> not not even it, it's like one of the newer ones, Dance with, Father, "Dance with My Father" or whatever. Oh, wow! So as soon as that that came Which up, makes sense. yeah. All, as soon as that came up, everybody at the table was like, "What's wrong with you? You don't know nothing about this, and you don't know yeah. nothing about that." Hello, and at have first, you met me? <laughs> Do you know how they went off on me because I hadn't seen Friday? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's yeah. Not my stuff like that, but yeah. but. Stuff, stuff like that, like that happened, and yeah. at first it was fun and playful, and then eventually I was like, like just 
leave her alone because she grew up different. She's yeah. a different shade of black yeah. that she could go into like Caribbean music that you've never heard in Absolutely. your life. You understand? Absolutely. Like she, yeah, she yeah. just doesn't, she didn't experience the same thing you did, but that doesn't, mm. it doesn't discount her blackness. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think that's important for us to understand that just because you don't connect with all the things that I connect to and we're both black, mm. it just means we, we had different upbringings and we were connected to different things yeah. but we're still we can still be the same we still can can connect on some level yeah i think the thing we forget about is just the same way you have white people in their culture you have italians and you have irish and you have you know you have all these subgroups that have completely different cultures i think we forget a lot of the times that black people are very similar we have mm -hmm. all these small subgroups mm -hmm. that at all do not connect and have very different experiences i mean i can testify to that completely i literally get my black car revoked constantly non-stop because i don't know things or i haven't seen things or i haven't experienced things that a lot of african americans do but that's not the culture i was raised in i was mm. raised in america but i was literally raised in a little caribbean town where i got an extra black card if you want it okay well thank you sir because <laughs> i need them because i be going through them okay yeah i keep, I keep a handful I mean, they be going through them but i grew up with nothing but caribbean people literally all my schools everybody in my neighborhood everybody i I knew was Caribbean so it was like being in the Caribbean in the sense that the same like the things that we were looking the music we were listening to the movies we were watching mm. were not it's different but not what you guys were watching yeah. and, so, and it shouldn't discount your blackness like oh black folks shouldn't look at you uh, in any kind of way if anything they need to understand oh you you know shit that i don't even i can't right, even let me put you on to some some things yes. real quick yes. and you can put me on to some stuff too i love talking but, to uh, people from Car uh, caribbean I'm, I'm loving or more and more because there's so much that i don't even understand people who are from like uh nigeria i'm like yo what's hot over there like tell me like i want to know like what are you into but anyway what do you hope to see from black culture going forward? I think that we, honestly, I think we need more conversations like this, uh, honestly. I feel like because we are, we do have that kind of idea of what stays in the house must stay in the house kind of situation. I feel like we need to at least, if we have that concept or we have that idea, then we at least need to be having those conversations in the house. But I don't think we do that. I think we just I would, say, I would agree with that. I, I don't think, think we have the conversations. Yeah, I think we say stay it in the house, but then we don't actually have the conversations. And I think the yeah, conversations I don't agree with that at all. They should need not to be had. Yet. Yeah, I agree 100% on that. I would say that I w the thing I would love to see uh, from black culture going forward is um, just more unification. Just unification across the board back from whether it's supporting another business where supporting black women supporting black men or supporting uh black people in the lgbt lgbtq community um uh, and just building building together being more of a united front because you know the black dollar is the, the biggest dollar out there we spend the most money and if we if we which is also a problem we need to stop spending and start investing yeah. so we could definitely do more i actually have one more question i don't know why i forgot this so are, are, are any of you divided on whether or not marrying a black person or marrying a, a black person? Do you feel any obligation to marry a black black person, black man or black woman? Um, are you divided about it? I mean, does that is just no, you know, no, I feel like there was, you know, like I should marry a black man, but I don't know if I necessarily will. Mm. So you, are you torn about that? Yeah. I'll be honest. I, I mean, mean, I'm a little torn. The majority of my friends are not, mm. are actually married to not black men. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, it's like, well, I would say majority. I would say half and half. Um, but 
Like I'm a little to be completely honest, I am torn on the belief that I should marry a black woman. Mm-hmm. Like I love black women. Yeah. Like my goal is to marry a black woman. Yeah. I want a black family. Like that's something I've the always wanted. Is, but when you're in the relationship, like when you're in an interracial relationship, as good as it is and how much you love that person, there is something, even even with it being like an African American versus a Caribbean American, there's just something that is so like you get each other on such a different exactly level when it's all black. Yeah. Like yeah. and that's the only thing I was like, I don't that's the thing that I would miss. Yeah. You know, that just level of understanding where you sometimes I, when I've been in interracial relationships, you have to explain you things explain that you do so not much. have to explain mm-hmm. to black people. If I come 100%. home and I have a black man, I'm like, listen to mm-hmm. like this had this, and I can jump from point A to C to G to mm-hmm. Z, mm-hmm. and he can fill it in. Mm-hmm. He right. gets it. 100%. Versus if I'm dating a white man, I, I need to literally go through A, B, C, D, E, yeah. and G. All these <laughs> teachable moments. And, and I'm all for I'm sometimes. all for interracial dating. Like yeah. I've dated outside of my my race. I, I don't care. Get love where you find love. Yeah. Personally, like, like I, even though I want to marry a black woman, mm-hmm. when I think about, I say I don't know if a black woman, if I'm going to marry a black woman. Why do you? And, think and that? then I and then I feel like, am I going to be you know shitted on, mm-hmm. or or look frowned upon because now I'm dating a Latino woman or a white woman, even though I've spent thirty eight years yeah. loving yeah. and appreciating black women. Now because of this decision, I'm not. A black, I'm not black enough. It's true. You know and, what I mean, and that's, that's a problem. Sure. And that's a divi- that, that bothers me. Do y'all look at Kamala a different way because she's married to a white man? I don't. Personally, I don't. Yeah. I, I know a lot, a lot people of people do. do. My yes. girl did. Yeah. She's I like, I don't know if I could, I could vote for her yes. president. Well, the problem is when you date a white person, sometimes it's indicative, like it's indicative of nothing. However, with experience and history, we've seen that a lot of these coons. Yeah. A lot of these people who have these really oppressive thoughts about their own people te- are obviously the same people who mm. are in interracial relationships. Yeah. And so when, so it's hard to not second guess them and yeah. their integrity and uh, their focus on the black community when we've just had a history of the people who hate black people yeah. while they're being black always obviously are going to be inter- dating interracially. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. that that is what taints it, essentially, is that it's not to say that you don't have, like, my best friend's married to a white man. And she tells him straight up, she's like, listen, yeah. <laughs> like, this is your fault. Fix it. Right. You know? And she doesn't hold her tongue at all about, yeah. like, black issues or black problems. But yeah. I also have had a friend who is in an interracial interracial relationship with a white man. And they have been getting into it this year with right. the yeah. whole George Floyd and yeah, all yeah. this BLM stuff. Because these were s- subjects they never talked about before. Didn't have to. Well, I mean, they probably should have, but didn't, it wasn't in their face. Should have to, yeah. but didn't have to. Yeah. And now he's realizing that his, you know, man has really crazy ideas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, well, she is. But, you know, so it's like... Yeah, who who I'm married to is is like, I think, depending on you know how you see it, is just public service information. You know what I'm saying? Like we know Kamala is married to a white man because that's just you yeah. can just see everybody mm-hmm. knows who she's married to or mm-hmm. whatever. But that her who she's married to is not indicative of okay. anything because right. whatever it is, it's gonna show in her personality. Right. Yeah, you're gonna show signs that that you have an issue with your own blackness 
before you even find that yeah. white yeah. person. I don't think it discredits the blackness, but I think it definitely gives you a second look. You you take a, a deeper look at that person to see how their ideology is. I, 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 think, I think just seeing somebody married to somebody who is not of their race shouldn't shouldn't necessarily take into account because yeah, I think your personality is gonna, is gonna show. Does, but though. it does, and I think it's unfortunate it that you see people who say that I, that, you imagine that a if black Obama man was married to a white woman. Uh, we're not even get off. Talk about that. I don't think Obama would have won if he yeah. was married to a white woman. But let's talk about. I think, think it's problem I think that niggas wouldn't have fucked Obama. Not no. for real. But I don't think that. No, I don't think. I don't think Obama would have got the black vote. Period. Nah, he yeah, definitely. Yeah, it definitely happened with the black he, woman. He didn't win because of the black vote. He he won partly because of, there's a reason yeah, why they're lobbying for the black it. vote. Right? Oh, he, every black person. He, vo- he, he didn't win by a landslide, so he definitely won using the black vote. And so if he the black vote, if he didn't have it, he wouldn't have won. But let's not talk about that. I don't know if I agree with that. So um. What I was about to say is, I think it's unfortunate that someone could be pro-black their whole entire life and marry outside of their race, and then all of a sudden, black culture would say that well, you can't no longer speak on black issues and black problems. You have a white wife yeah. or a white husband. And that's super. That's, and that I creates think it's division funny because it's so extreme in the sense that I think if you marry like a Latino or Hispanic, or even if you marry. I mean, there's some degrees. Like, I think the closer you get to white is the less people, and the more people have an issue with you, right? Like, I don't think if you, I think Hispanic people and Puerto Ricans. It's like marrying the enemy, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what a lot of people look at. Like, Dr. Umar clearly looks at it as like marrying the The enemy. enemy. But I think the closer you get to white is definitely the more issue that people tend to have with it. Well, Sipper, we're definitely, as you can see, I think this is a conversation that, we need to start having but all across the board at families. Yeah. This is the conversations you need to be having around the dinner table. These are the conversations you need to be having with your children, with your girlfriends, with your guy friends, with everyone. And instead of avoiding how you know difficult it might be, because you have, you're going to disagree. And it's okay to disagree. You guys have different perspectives. You guys have been brought up and raised completely different. And not only do you have different perspectives in terms of how you grew up, but you have different visibility and what you see because of who you are as a person either your gender or your race or whatever so you guys are going to disagree doesn't mean that the conversation doesn't need to be had you need to have it and be be open to learn something because ultimately i think we we get so stuck in in what we think we know about everything right and then we're exposed to something that is is counter to that like somebody not knowing everything about luther vandross and then feel like that doesn't fit the mold no and and that can go this is just something new to you and doesn't have to be a person you you don't have to be a black person to have the conversation you could be you can be indian no. You know, whatever. You yeah. have conversations with black people about this. What's going on? How yeah. can we? How we can we unify? Learn. You can do it. Colorism is yeah. in every color. Every 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 group has colorism. Every group has their own issues that they need to address. But black people, especially, we have a lot of things that we need to talk about eternally and address internally, and we don't. All, All right, right, guys. Let's next. go ahead and move on. Unsolicited advice. Yo, well, let me give you a little advice. What? All right. So we are doing unsolicited advice today. I actually have one, but our friend Jay also has one as well. So let me grab mine first. This one is from this lady named Banjo. Banjo? Mm hmm. That's her mm, fake that's name. A, yeah, for sure. Clearly, <laughs> Clearly, sis. Come on. She goes. I've been living, I've been in a loving relationship with my boyfriend for the past two years, and I haven't noticed any acts of him cheating on me. Mm. It all started when the pandemic started, however. 
that we had to go to our parents' house. Mm. Two months ago, I was having the urge to see him. So I went over to his place and I found out that my boyfriend was cheating on me with someone. I threatened to break up with him and he begged me to not break up with him and that he will change and break up with the other girl. I accepted his apology because of mm. the love I have for him. Mm. So I found out again that he's still dating the girl. Mm. Which he told me he isn't dating. I let him know that he had to break up with her, but he keeps changing the conversation and talks about something else. I brought up the matter again, and he has stopped talking to me since yesterday. Oh, wow. I'm super depressed. What should I do? Well, it's definitely unfortunate that you are, first of all, being cheated on, and that you saw you being cheated on. That is the first trauma that you experienced. The second trauma is that you... He continued to do it after telling you that he wouldn't do it. So, sis, I, Banjo, I would say you got to learn what's your self worth really. How Ooh, do you how do you myself. how do you view yourself? Because clearly he is lying to you mm. and doesn't really want to be with you because he he's cutting you off for just he not even confronting lying to you no more. Yeah, yeah. He, for confronting him about something that he said he wanted to do. So he he's clearly I think he he doesn't want to be with you. Yeah, I think you teach people how to treat you. And you've taught him that it is okay for him. Like, the fact that you're worried that he's not talking to you right now, even yeah. though you found out that he's still yeah. cheating on you, clearly is an indication that you taught him that, like, he can talk to you and treat you any kind of way. And mm. no man, nobody, period, should ever be more to you than your peace and your love for yourself. And you can't love yourself and put yourself in that situation where you know he is compromising your health and safety by having sex with someone else, but also compromising your well-being, your mental health by continuously to cheating on you. And, and not, to lie to you. And lying to you. And now not even attempting to hide it. So I think you have to... A, you need to be by yourself for a little bit and build yourself up, your self-worth and your self-confidence because no one should be able to treat you like that. And your response, your question is, what should I do about him? And the question needs to be, what do I need to do about myself? Yeah, get out. Get out. If you're you're depressed and you're depressed about it, yeah, you got to find things to do for yourself to bring you out of that depression because pandemic, 2020 has been tough for everyone, a lot of people. So it's just, he, he just exposed him. He was doing this. This is who he is. Mm. This is his character. And so 2020 didn't create it. It just allowed you to see him for who he is, sis. I'm surprised that she said she threatened to break over him. Like if you walked in and your girl was cheating on you, are you breaking up in that moment? Stupid. Um, I'm maybe after ass, I murder everybody. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> I am beating everybody's ass. Everybody's catching it. I'm sorry. I'm not that evolved. Yes, there's gonna be I'm some violence first. Ass. There's gonna be some violence first. <laughs> and then I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> and, and then we'll see what happens. Uh, I cannot imagine what I'm not the violent type. But I would definitely, I would definitely be done. Yo, if shout, it, out, shout out to Aries violence. Ooh, child. If we that, if, if, <laughs> we was quick with it. If it's their house, <laughs> yeah. I'm grabbing my shit. And you know, you know, you know what? Violence, Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell y'all something. That's not domestic violence. It's almost. Okay. It's very, it's very scary when someone walks in and they, you know, you done something fucked up and they just look at you mm-hmm. and they just walk away in silence. You know what you the fuck. You don't know what they going uh, to get. You don't know what is about to happen. You know, so uh, that's how me, I am. I'll be like, you know what? Okay. And do the, I'll be back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll be back. Okay. Yep. So yeah. Have be shook. The whole shook it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's yours? All right. So I found this one on the, on the deep, deep 
internet. What do they call the 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 opposite internet? The dark webs. The dark webs. The dark webs. Not really. I didn't find it on there. I found it on Facebook. All right. So it says, since moving to Georgia, I've been all work, no play. Okay. I started talking to this man via Facebook dating. He seemed cool, and we exchanged numbers. Mm -hmm. Turns out, he's in prison. <laughs> been there for about 20 years. He's Bitch, I'm done. <laughs> Is he getting out soon? Because that dick might be amazing. <laughs> been in some booyos, but he's been... Ew, ew, ew. For he's 20 years, facts. He's 15 years no, older. Than, he's 15 years older than me, at least. But prefer, but I prefer older men. Three months in, and we've made it. We've made it officially a relationship, considering the circumstances. She's stupid. He says things like, "You will." You, he says things like, "You will obey me. You will respect me, <laughs> etc." <cetera. laughs> one, 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 one hurdle we got past was him constantly asking for new pictures, which I felt uncomfortable with. He finally subsided after I sent a few. Literally two weeks ago, I was going shopping, and he asked if I could send him a few dollars. I sent 200 By day 11, he asked me to send money again for phone batteries. He also told me I spend too much on eating out. He will catch an attitude if I buy something for dinner. I'm a nurse who lives alone. I have no children. I don't think it's, I don't think it's that serious. Last night, he asked for my banking information to check, <laughs> to check on my spending habits. I said, I said no, and he ended, up, he ended the call upset. I'm not living. I'm not living from check to check, and I haven't in four years. Why is he acting like this? Oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> Why is he are acting you, this way? Yes, he does make me laugh issues. and check on me. What's going on? What y'all think about this? Are you, are you locked up with control issues? That's goofy. <laughs> you, like you can't do both. You're not allowed to do both at the same time. At the same Bruh, time, when I read this, I was busting out laughing, yo. What kind of fuckery of all, is this, bro? Like, I would bust out laughing. He's 60 year by the way. You're not the wow. only yeah. one, right? It's like, 60 oh, man. Like, you cannot be uh, so lonely, sis, that uh, you are willing to accept literally anything. Like, it is better to be alone than to accept the situation that you're in. Like, get first out. of all, no. You can't even get any, no dick. Like, you can't even be like, hypnotized. There's why? no excuse. Like, you are Just super alone. Of the podcast, there everybody get no out. Everybody like this, bro said he wanted her checking account information. The fact that you even considered it. First of all, he's going. If you give him your checking account information, mm. he's going to scam the shit out of you. Mm. Second of all, he's definitely selling your nudes <laughs> in the jail to other prisoners for, for drugs or for um commissary. So, bitch, mm. everybody has seen your goodies. And three, funny. you're not the only one. These guys are notorious yeah. for having multiple pen. Pals. There's a reason why he says everything perfect because he's done this a million times. He knows exactly what to say to super lonely women who all they want is to have somebody special. And you are like you are you are you are a mark, sis. It's so wild to me to like and Remy hit it right on the head. It's like how how do you how are you in jail and got control issues? Like right. you're trying to control situation. Because, you know what I mean? Like that's, but no, he's you trying to take back control. I don't, I'm not mad control at him. Something. I'm not mad yeah, he's trying to control him. something. Sis, he is it's working. He is controlling it, it is working. you. Like I'm not even Maybe mad that's at what him. it is. She she got a thing for that. She wants a motherfucker who you know, at least we'll, if you we'll don't get somebody do. controlling, at least honey, hey, look, I'm get not, the benefits of him. I'm not in jail. Food. I'm available. You can send me two hundred dollars. I'm gonna give you some dick too. <laughs> oh my god! First of all, <laughs> I'm single. 
right, that's all I had. Child, that was good. That right? Was yeah, hard. I found that shit on. I was like, whoa, this is going to be awesome. Thank you. Like, I yeah. can't even. All right, so let's get into my least favorite segment. It's your most favorite. You know that. Why are you playing like that, though? Because I did win last time. Did you win? That sounds about right. Sounds about right. All right. Oh, yeah, I think you beat, um, you beat Daphne. Yes, sir. All right, so Tipper. So I'm about to play six songs for the table and for you. Your goal, Sippers, is to try to guess these songs before Remy and L. Mm-hmm. They are obviously playing against one another. They need to know the name of the song or the name of the artist before one another and before you. Of course, I need to say that we do not own these songs. We do not have any rights to these songs. We just love them. We love the people who created them, who, who made them. Go stream them on your favorite platform. We just will happen to have them on Spotify. So these songs you can find on all T No Shade Spotify playlists. Go play them, go stream them, share them, do your thing. Shout out to music. Shout out to music. All right, are, are y'all ready? This is a 2020 edition. Every song that I'm about to play, oh lord, was created, was made, came out in 2020. Lay the May the best April 10th win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean 2020. That's a crapshoot for both of us. You might be better. Do you listen to current music? I Sometimes I, I'll catch stuff. I, I, I think I, if he plays one song, I'm going to get it immediately. All right. This song. Or not. 2020. Her. <laughs> no. LMA. No. Correct. Trey songs. I knew it because I didn't like the voice. You don't like Trey songs? <laughs> I like Trey songs. I don't think I think he thinks he can sing better than he actually can, and so he be doing the most. But I need him to simmer it down. So this song called "Cats Got My Tongue." It, it came is. out on his new album um, called "Back Home," and you know he recently had a son. His son has turned one year one year old, and so yeah, this is called. I like it though. It's, it's, Trey Songs has a history of some, of uh, domestic abuse allegations or sexual deviancy allegations, so I don't fuck with them. All right, so who got that one? L got that one. I was laughing. I was listening to this song, and one part he said, "Your cat got my tongue," which not, then it makes sense to why this song called "Cat Got Your Tongue." Mm. All right, so this next song, 2020, as well. Yeah, man. M Town, man. Do do. What juicy say? Hey, who is Drake? it? Nope. Don't play no games, man. Is that B.O.B.? Who? Migos? No. Big Sean? No. I don't know this. Loaded up. Loaded up? Yes. Name this song called Loaded Up. I forgot we can get some names. It's a Juicy J. Uh, Really? It don't sound like Juicy J. Come on, it don't sound like Juicy J? Sound different. A little different. Okay, yeah, I hear it now. I hear Juicy J now. That's one of those songs you just turn up in the car, you just vibing. <laughs> Juicy J is good at that though. He's good at yeah. like the club, like the crowd bangers. Yeah, he's sad. Like, when's the next time you guys are really gonna go to a club? 
I'm not going to a club no time soon. Right. I'm so sad about that. But thinking about all the people, all the artists, like, you know, the singers, the musicians who are losing out on so much money. When's the next time you go to a concert? Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And I even, I mean, I don't even know if they could start concerts up. They started doing those um, social distance um, concerts where you could kind of like drive in. Oh, yeah. But, and they have like little, everybody had a box that they had to stay in. Oh, wow. That's you know, interesting. But not the same, not the same, uh, not the same environment. Right? So they yeah. stay, you stay in the same box as your friends, so you guys mm. can have like a your own little mosh pit party, I guess. But it's Which not is the same. Fine. Yeah. I mean, as long as you can sort of hear yeah. the atmosphere. Introvert me loves this. Yeah. Low I'm, key. I'm <laughs> like, oh, I get to be in a concert with just my box of people and don't have to like. Bumping Being the random next niggas. To randos? Oh, yes. <laughs> I guess that could be kind of cool. Bro. Juicy J recently uh, sued for $6 million against a New Orleans group called Suicide Boys. I don't know who that is, but mm. apparently they be, they use a lot of the, his song, 3 Six Mafia, for copyright so copyright infringement. So. Mm. Rude. All right. Um, so it's two zip. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I'm a little slow today. All right. This next song, obviously, is 2020 as well. I want to start it a little bit later. Because Drake is in it, but it's not Drake's song. I probably won't know it then. So I'm gonna start it right here. Cause it's complicated, far from nope. simple. Always find a way to dodge these issues. Can't seem to shake it not for nothing. Wow. The problem is we're not discussing all that screaming. Party next door. Well, this is Drake singing right now. I would just say give it a couple seconds. Alright, the guy whose song it is, is a guy. It's about to start singing. Khalid? Chris, Chris Brown? Brown? Hey, no. Bryson Tiller. What's the other motherfucker? Bryson Tiller. Okay, good. He has a new album out. Yay, Bry. I love how lucky he is. I love him All and right. Kendrick Lamar. Like, I don't want to be... I like my celebrities low-key. I was wondering what happened to him. He was gone for a while. I know, but he was just chilling. He had babies. Yeah. So this is called Out of Time Featuring Drake So I like this song He has a new album out That came out obviously as well Bryson Tiller did Alright so it's 2-1 two, 2-1 one, two, one. Alright here we go Next song I'm out on bail These motherfuckers Trying to get me But I won't tell So with some time They trying to hit me I'm innocent as fuck But they trying to pull That I'm guilty These little features Crazy thank God I'm playing Like Joey Badass or somebody No I don't know the artist West Coast. Game? No. Alphabet rapper, as L has said once before. YG? Correct, YG. <laughs> Alphabet rapper. What else does he saying? Was was that YG the one who said the uh, what was that song? Is it my, my, nigga, my, my nigga, nigga, my nigga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my shit. I feel like that's the only other YG song I know. That's, a, that's an amazing song. But it's, it's is it amazing it's, though? No, nah, that song terrible. is fucking amazing. It's nah, terrible, nah. but it's also like it reminds me so much of the Ying Twins. L- listen, that song is such a vibe. But you know he did he did nah. a song with um, LMA Slide. I mean yeah. her. All right. So who got you got that one? I got that. So it's a tie. So it's tied. Twenty twenty. Ooh, it's tied. I don't think either one of y'all can get this one. I thought this one in here throw up for a loop, but it's 2020 as well. Okay. Her, LMA. 
Khalid? No. Sam Smith? Adele? No. It's beautiful. Who play, who play piano? Alicia Keys? Alicia Keys? No. <laughs> John Legend? Oh, that sounds like. What the fuck, Jack? Willie fucking. <laughs> I like it, though. I know you do. No, you know I do. <laughs> Hold on. We're listening. Is it Hank? No. Okay, I only. Obviously, it's a country singer. Is it Chris Stapleton? Correct. That's the only one I know. And all, Tennessee whiskey Chris is Stapleton one. Stapleton is such a vibe. Yes, he's a vibe. Every time I hear him anywhere, I'm like, yo. Listen to his voice. Yeah, he's so fucking soulful for a country singer. Country singer is soulful. Okay, nah. you gotta listen. Most of them ain't. Most of them ain't. Not like this. Like this. This motherfucker could sing Sam Cooke. <laughs> that's a good song, right? Yeah. So this is, that's called Cold by Chris Stapleton. All right, that's not over. You need this one to tie it. Okay. You need this one to tie. Hey, make sure you put those on the playlist. God damn it. They're already on it. All Tino Shea playlist. Here we go. 2020. Oh. Pop song? No. Oh, that's a good guess. Oh, that's Big Sean. Correct. I've like said Big, Big Sean every single time, too. So you said it earlier, too. I, I love that song. This song right here, Wolves. On Detroit, too. Yeah. yeah, baby. Shout out to Detroit. We got Detroit in the city this, this weekend. Mm. Mm. I'm not even a big Sean fan yeah, like that's, that, that's, but... That's a bounce, though. It's a good song. All right, all right. So it's, it is... Congratulations, Remy. You won that one. Hey. Least favorite segment. Hey, hey, can't win them all, L. You can't win them all. What we got next, Zippers? All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into that's that shit. All right, that's that shit. What's y'all shit this week? What y'all got? So I finally watched the Rihanna Fenty show. Um, this is volume two, right? The second yes. one. Mm-hmm. And I liked it better than volume I saw, one. I saw your post. I know you about to say. Um. <laughs> It wasn't cute. It was cute in like a performance kind of perspective. But when mm. you, they for the majority of the women that you saw, they were wearing this black bodysuit that was mm. mesh and mm. white, super fucking white sneakers mm. that like were so distracting. And so like the pieces, I think they were trying to make them negative space, mm. but they were still wearing lingerie. And I was like, this is not a good representation of that. Mm. However... It's my ish because the actual like celebrity parts, right? Mm. Like Willow Smith and Bella and Gigi Hadid and like that was life. I didn't see it. Is it? I mean, when was the first one? The fir- a, volume I, one. I can't remember. I'm not sure. I just watched them back to back. Volume one and then volume. What's two. it on? It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, I'm ready to watch it. I'm on Prime. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was beautiful to watch. It was beautiful. To, I love the performance aspect of it. I don't know. It didn't make me want to go and buy her clothes, mm. but it made me want to watch till the end. It was very performance focused. It was very beautiful to watch. I, it had a bunch of 
Was there artist? Was it in volume one? Was there like a gospel group in it singing or no. something? Volume one was more traditional of in terms of a, a runway. Oh, okay. Um, it still was you know a little out there. But mm. first of all, can I just mention that they had multiple artists? DJ Khalid is by far the best. Like he's just good at creating hype, even though he barely raps. Like he's just a DJ, like yeah. low key. But you know. Yeah, he he was like uh, when I went to see Jay Z and Beyonce, he was like the second act right before them. Yeah, like that's how. And he's so good. How, yeah, it, he was he, out there just creating. When I tell you, he changed the whole like atmosphere, the whole feel. Like shout out to DJ DJ Khalid because I don't know what he has about him, but he changed the whole mood. Shit just all of a sudden went from super serious to like jovial and fun. He yeah. just has that ability. That energy, yeah. I have to check it out. I'm really good energy. I'm a fan. Of Rihanna, so I want to support wherever it I can. Was I, think she, I thought you were going to say something about um, the fact that she, I saw you posted about it, that she uh, used Fabulous to be part of that. And he's someone yeah. who had, you know, obviously domestic violence, so you wouldn't think she would choose someone. Once again, black women not necessarily supporting black women because. Or just, and, or just domestic. I mean, she was abused herself. She was abused herself, so. so you would think that she would be more aware and more conscious of the fact that perhaps we shouldn't hire Fabulous to rap on, uh, or we shouldn't participate or help mm. him, you know, keep getting ducats when he is clearly. Well, maybe she believes people deserve second chances yeah, to change and get better. Year, she forgave Chris Brown. She did. She did. She definitely did. But there's a difference between forgiveness and support. And so, well, if, if you can forgive somebody who did that to you, you could probably see somebody else who may have been in a situation like that as not necessarily a demon. You yeah, know but Fabulous literally has had issues as of last year where he threatened her entire family, and her father and brother came out and was like, "She's in danger." Do threats well, count? Do threats count? Threats count when they're backed up by you beating the shit out of her. Well, if and he you did break, it, if, and, and yeah, if he did it, then that, that definitely counts. Well, that's what her dad and her brother have been saying, and they had video. If you guys don't remember, there was video of her actually, of fabulous and the dad fighting because the dad was and the actually, dad in that video was saying like, "I won't have you hitting on my girl." Right. I mean, I don't want to. I was going to say that you know, well, she went. They are still together, and she went back to him. But the abused women go back all the time. Right. Like we have, what do they call Stockholm syndrome? We yeah. talk about, we know that mentally, psychologically, there's a reason why they're there, and then we act like it's not like a psychological thing. Yeah, I'll check it out. Definitely check out. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, bring what's your ish? Uh, my ish literally is just my weekend. Like, <laughs> I, I've had such a great weekend, and it's such a rare thing for me to be able to even experience this like i said i got i got my cousin in town he's experiencing my city for the first time um and we just been celebrating you know libras all weekend um so i, I got i got my guys I, I, like my, my friday night you know we talked about that on the mulatto perspective, mulatto how crazy perspective. That shit was. it was the first time i threw up in a long time yeah. and i threw up right at ed's back seat because that's how good of a time I was oh having. my god that episode <laughs> will come out tomorrow a good time your boy is editing that episode yeah. so Shout i'll out get to it Jay. out Holding us down on the sound. Um, that's what's up. That's what's up. So my ish this week, man, I actually would not have found this uh, without TikTok. TikTok has been putting me on, bro. Like, they put me on some good, good ass music. Yeah. I found this this TikTok group. Is great for music. Um, that I, it was amazing. So this is a my ish this week is a rock band. It's a rock band, but more specific specifically, it's a metal band where they don't sing. Mm. It's just it's two guitarists, a bass guitar. And a drummer. Yeah. 
So I'm about to play this song. I want y'all just to listen to it. This is my ish. They haven't had a song since 2018, but. Sounds very Halloween-ish. I actually love rock and roll. I don't. It don't sound like metal, not yet, at least. I guess we ain't got there yet. I mean, they just have a different style. Okay. Yeah, that's a vibe. It's a vibe, right? Yeah, I like it. This group is called Polyphilia, P-O-L-Y-P-H-I-A, out of Dallas, Texas, Mm. and. A lot of the time in the video, they're showing like these guys with the guitar. I mean, this is all they're playing it. This is no computer. This yeah. is no. This is just them. It's amazing. Yeah. Vibing. That that's something I could play like while I'm working and just yeah. like, just like <laughs> accomplish it. <laughs> like like get through it. Yeah, cause you don't need uh, no there's no lyrics. It's just yeah. them playing. You can just vibe yeah. out. Yeah, that's that's like my, my favorite type of music to listen to when I work and I really just need to go. It's mm-hmm. just some, something instrumental and it, you know it's enough of a vibe. So like this one. And they have another one called 40 Ounce. Oh, that's... <laughs> that's just them playing. Yeah. Imagine, you ever play rock band? I love Imagine rock band. Rock oh, band. man. <laughs> I couldn't. My fingers don't move yeah, fast enough. Yeah, That'd be a good rock band. Oh, like. man. They need to bring that back. It's, it's shit, it, the fucking 2000s killed it. That's yeah. every party I went to in Austin, Texas was rock band. <laughs> every single one. The fact that some, someone's playing this, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's a vibe. That's a vibe. That's my ish. Just, I like it. All right, so that's our ish. So final sips while Elle is doing her little thing. Um, you got a final sip? Uh, I don't have a final sip. So my final sip, I want to I want to remind people to vote, to go out and vote. Very We're about important. 25 days from Very voting, important. voting day, but we early voting has already started, and mail-in ballots are being accepted. So it's imperative that we use our voice to make changes when we're no longer happy with the situation especially black folks god damn it especially y'all, black fuck, folks. y'all was fucking playing in 2016 yeah and for sure and voting is one of those ways we, regardless of what you believe that we can actually exercise our voice we have an obligation to ourselves to try to change the world in, in a more positive way yeah. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for but I, I can tell you that here on all T No Shade we Biden. endorse the Biden-Harris ticket mm. for sure so we fucked up four years ago y'all we fucked up and we gotta fix it now we gotta fix it we learned our lesson so check your voter registration make sure everything is accurate make sure they haven't changed anything that will try to suppress the vote but especially the minority vote could trust and believe they will try to suppress the minority vote black people vote as well so take a friend a family member with you to go to vote do what you got to do go super early plan to go there before plan on early voting don't wait for the last day and try to go literally like 30 minutes before they open there are going to be lines they have removed a lot of the the um voting poll areas and so it's going to be way more concentrated than normal and normally they're not so you know get treat it like black friday <laughs> yeah it's going to be lines and i and i and i'm pretty sure a lot of places are going to go into more technology so I expect 
to see tablets for voting, to see different things, which will probably slow down the process. And I think it'll be slower in general because I'm sure they need to wipe down the booths. Yeah. Right. Out, out of yeah. precautions. They're, they're minimizing. It, it's um, already so so fucked up in so many places too. Like motherfuckers having to wait like three hours to vote and shit like that. That shit is gonna be like. So know, if you can if you can do early voting and wherever you live, you, you should can. definitely do early voting. Go do it. Don't wait. Uh, even mail, mail-in ballots. Don't listen to Donald too, Trump and what they the or oh, they can they can do mail-in ballots. You can, but if they're, you got your they're, they probably wouldn't count it. It's too late to get to them, right? Yeah. Have your it would be too late to get there because get of the reduced amount of postal uh, officers. And so yeah. I would not do mail-in ballots at this point. I would definitely go in. But early voting is real, and the lines even they will still be lines, but they will be significantly smaller. So I've, I've never done early voting. Uh, it's so easy. I know it's easy. I think for me, mm-hmm. I like being part there on the of the of day of the experience of yeah. like, I'm, I'm here on this day. Work. I'm voting with other people. It is a, a proud moment. Like I just enjoy that. Yeah. I'm taking it off you know? from work and I'm going with my parents. So we're going to all vote together. Oh, yeah. Make it a deal. It's important. I think this is a very imperative uh, moment in American history. Listen, your vote can be like people like the people who say that your vote doesn't matter are literally lying. They're trying to to suppress your vote. They're trying. It's like somebody trying to tell you, "Girl, it don't matter if you do such and such." And we be telling each other that shit. Talk about black divide. A lot of us be talking about how shit that shit doesn't matter. Hundred percent. The fact that you the fact that you haven't been voting is what matters. Like that is why you're not getting what you want. That's where it starts. If your vote didn't matter, they wouldn't have tried so hard for you to not have the ability to vote. Exactly. Right, they wouldn't have tried so hard right now to suppress your vote. Think <clears> about how much they're literally bankrupting the postal office, yeah. the whole the United States postal system, just so they can suppress your vote. If your vote didn't matter, they wouldn't be doing all of that. If your vote didn't matter, America, why do you think Russia went through such extremes and still trying to go through such extremes to tamper with ads, yeah. to 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 buy ads, to make yeah. you divide it amongst one another, the propaganda, each other? The, the real life fake news yeah. is that your vote doesn't matter your vote is crucial yeah. every single person who votes or doesn't vote you are impacting what our country is going to experience in the next four years remy uh, i posted this the other day because okay. i feel like it's very important niggas will throw their whole vote away like votes don't count but invest all their time energy and talk in a game that doesn't matter played by niggas they don't know <laughs> for imaginary points you understand Facts. like we love Facts. our sports but we won't fucking vote like one oh. one actually matters and i and i implore you because obviously the presidential vote means a lot but even more so local. i'm speaking local. directly yeah. as, every two years as a criminal vote. attorney yeah. <laughs> like your vote on local elections directly i mean directly impact mm-hmm. your community why people literally kill us with this because they go and vote and they, they vote. vote for their interests mm-hmm. who your mayor is who your governor is who your you know attorney general is person who's deciding whether or not they're going to be you know filing charges on the people who killed Breonna Taylor in your state your mm-hmm. Breonna Taylor whoever that is that is the people you get to vote on you get to make these decisions your judges your circuit judges like those are people you actually get to decide and put on the bench and if you're not voting then guess who is and don't vote for the coon in the room 
Y'all know who I'm talking about. Don't even say his name. Don't even say his name. Don't vote for that motherfucker. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the music, but don't don't say his name. Y'all hear that Shaquille say he voted for the first time, first time ever. Shout out to him for that because I'm glad he did it. But goddamn, bro, 48 years old. It makes me so sad because literally when I like you skipped Obama twice, died, died, give up the whole entire life and existence. People don't care about ancestors. I'm glad he voted this election, even though I'm glad he started. And I'm glad for those who this will be their first election. Don't let this be another election that you didn't participate. Yeah, I've been voting since. I think my first person I was able to vote for was Bill Clinton. Yeah, I've been voting ever since I could. But all right, sippers. Until next time. All right, guys. Anything else for the obsession? Uh, Remy. You talk about real quick, Remy. Your podcast. So you you can find. you can find uh, the Mulatto Perspective Mulatto. on Facebook at F This Podcast. I also have a Twitter account uh, called Mulatto Pod. Um, and mm-hmm. then I post about it on my Instagram account, Millennial Mulatto. I like to post the clips. I'm probably going to post one today. Um, it's a lot of fun. You know, it's just, it's just you know, a bunch of dudes talking shit. Sometimes I get other guests on. We talk about other shit. Um, it's a lot of fun. But, the, you know, the whole point is to talk shit. Let's, let's talk about it, you know. Sippers, follow me on TikTok, DJ Jane Noetti. Hey. All right, that's it. Oh, you got anything? No, but if that's it, I'm going to go ahead and call this sip session. Duh. Holla. Blessings, y'all.